Welcome to Nimmin Live, the number one place on the internet to learn about YouTube, network with other content creators, and have an awesome time doing it. My name is Nick, and today I'm answering your YouTube questions with my brother from the same mother, D. What's going on, D? We are ants. What happened? What? What happened? What's well, that got weird. There was a play what back happened? here. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we are answering unmuted. We oh, are answering it. YouTube questions today, and yes. I do apologize for your eardrums. I think I just shattered a bunch of eardrums there. Yep. Uh, we had something. It was looping in the background. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My apologies for those of you who just ran out of here and clicked. Uh, <laughs> we're off to a great start. Yeah, usual. right. Everybody's like, "Whoa, what just happened? What just happened?" So, uh, so yeah. So we're excited to uh, uh, stream today. Hope that you are ready to learn stuff about YouTube. Hope that you have your notepads ready. Um, uh, and as we kind of get into this today, I do want to let everybody know that today's stream is brought to you by TubeBuddy, which is the number one tool for YouTube content creators. TubeBuddy will help you optimize your videos for discovery. TubeBuddy will help you test your thumbnails so that you can make sure the thumbnails that you're putting out are effective for the people that you're trying to reach and the traffic sources that you are trying to perform well in so for example it'll tell you if your videos are performing well or that thumbnail performs better in search or if it performs better on home pages and so on which is pretty awesome in addition to that there's over 90 different tools that you can use with TubeBuddy to help you with your YouTube channel all different aspects so for example for those of you that are going to be dealing with the whole thing about uh, you know having to go through and change out your links from your YouTube shorts since YouTube is removing that option then you can go and just change all your links to uh you're gonna have to do the link once but they have a find and replace feature that you can just change that text to check the link in bio um and then that way it just makes everything you know a little bit more efficient and so on but anyway you can try tubebuddy for yourself to see what it can do for you at tubebuddy.com slash nimmin and this stream is co-brought to you by Streamyard, which is the live streaming software that we use to stream this every saturday at 9 a.m eastern and the reason we use Streamyard is because it's super easy they have amazing coffee cups um in addition to that they host everything in the cloud so that when you are live streaming, let's say right now we had a tech problem and everything went down. We did have a tech problem, but everything did not go down. Yeah, you're right. Then um, StreamYard actually holds everything open. So instead of losing the people that are already here, we can just come right back into the stream from our mobile devices or other computers while everything is like coming back on, which is fantastic. But they make it easy to add graphics to the screen, bring guests on. They record your streams in the background. They so just that, added a new feature. Yeah, the pausing for the yes. uh, recording. So yeah. now you can record inside of StreamYard yard and treat it like an actual camera yeah so you can record pause stop delete oh i don't like that clip gonna delete yep. it record again and yeah, awesome in addition to that, for those of you that are YouTubers, which is pretty much everybody here, um, they also have um, something that's really cool. So like right here on my screen, um, when I'm looking at the chat, when Super Chats come in, it automatically stars the Super Chats and puts them into a different panel. So yeah. then I can just go there and I can see the um, Super Chats uh, there and I can see them in the order that they came in, which is also uh, pretty cool. But anyway, you can try that for yourself and see all the stuff that you know StreamYard can do at StreamYard.com. Um, of course, I've got links to everything that and a bunch of other helpful tools for you as a content creator down in the description below this stream for those of you that are hanging out here um, today i've got some exciting news for you so um, here uh, later in the stream today um, we are going to be giving away two tickets to vid summit um, so basically uh, daryl eaves was kind enough to give what? us two more tickets two? to give away yeah we've we, in so, person in person tickets absolutely yep can i have one uh, sure <laughs> yeah, so, so that and one more right yeah. so um uh, but basically 
basically with these, um, it's like there's nothing special that you have to do or anything like that. We're just going to randomly be, you know, picking um, the people for that using StreamYard's giveaway tool. Um, but we're going to do that, you know, later in the stream today. But I want to let you know. And if you're not familiar with VidSummit, um, VidSummit is a conference that's happening in Dallas, Texas, October 3rd through the 5th. Um, it is the number one conference for content creators. Um, people are speaking there like Mr. Beast, for example, uh, Mark Rober, Ryan Trahan, myself, um, Roberto Blake, you know, you know, a lot of the YouTube help channels, um, but a lot of the content creators that you watch, they go there to share what it is that they know about YouTube. Um, so make sure that you check out the information for that at vidsummit.com as well. And thanks to Daryl for giving us two more tickets to give away so far. That's incredible. Yeah. So we gave away those two, are like a thousand dollars, thousand bucks a peach, right? Thousand yeah. dollars each. We're giving away two today. Yep. Randomly. Last week. Um, last week we gave away two, and yeah. then um, on the stream on Thursday we gave away I think two or three. I right. know uh, it might have been three or four actually, and then right. um, today we're giving away now, uh, some as well. So right. now, to be fair, win. you still have to pay for your transportation. You still have to take care of your hotel. Yep. These are tickets to the actual event yep. itself, yep. which are a thousand dollars a piece. Yep. And once we uh, get yeah. to that part in the stream, um, yeah, there's some other details too. Like when we're doing the giveaway, like I always ask, of course, like only you know participate in that particular giveaway if you can actually go, you know, things like that as well. But we'll talk about that once we get there but um besides that though i'm super excited to you know get started with the stream today if this is your first time here um i do want to let you know that the questions that we answer on the stream we pull them out of the chat occasionally too like if we see something that's unique or something um but the the questions that we answer on the stream are pulled from the form that is linked down in the description below so if you have a question about what it is that you're doing on youtube and it can be about anything it can be about you know any of the problems that you're having um you know feel free to ask those questions in the form in the description and uh, if you can get your question in there now then it will get answered on the stream today yeah first come first serve yep so uh so let's with started all of that yeah let's, let's rock and roll let's what, do you, what, what do you think so the first thing says um you can't use affiliate links for shorts but can link to long form videos this one's from spunky boy um and i'm pulling this one directly out of the chat real quick okay and um absolutely so basically how that workflow is going to work for those of you that do affiliate marketing uh with your youtube channels is you are going to have two different options one option is three different options one option is to make your short talking about whatever the thing is tell them that you have more information about that in the video and that they can click on the link that's on the screen to go watch that video and then you would have the links in the description there so that's one path another path is to just tell them to go to your bio and that that link is in your bio because now we have the creator links on our channels to where we have up to 14 links that if somebody you know lands on our channel page they can click uh right underneath our little blurb that says what our channel's about and a slide up happens and it'll display all those links you can see the example of this on my channel if you haven't seen it before um, and then the third one is to take one of those links and actually you know and this one requires a lot more you know skill sets and things like that but another thing that you could do is you could also build like a website or blog of some kind that also supported the content that you could either mention in the short itself in terms of saying the actual website address so for example I have one called bestcreatortools.com so if I was going to be promoting something there I could say you know you can find that and a bunch of other stuff at bestcreatortools.com so then you You'd be able to send people that way and then you could also put that link on your uh ch on your uh channel links um as well so that people can you know find everything that you uh promote and have promoted over time as you know time goes on because of course if you promote more than 14 things over the course of a year then some of those things are going to be falling off over time but the content itself is still going to be living on youtube and spreading awareness about that thing um where you could still you know be able to generate income from it so that's definitely uh you know something that that uh 
that you can do. Um, and those are just a few different paths in order to uh, to get you there. Well, we have an unusual question here from uh, Florida Manufactured Home Living. It says, Daryl did express his enjoyment of the unique activities he shared with you as brothers. Mm-hmm. Will D provide any more detail? What was the... Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it could just be, you know, I know Daryl's a, a family man. And I know that, you know, because of that, you know, he likes the bond that D and I have. And he likes, you know, how we, you know, like to hang out with each other. And, you know, he just likes, you know, our relationship and all of that. So, you know, it could it could just be that. Daryl's um, an awesome guy know, in yeah, general. He is. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah. It just, yeah. So Daryl's the one who puts on Vid Summit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think, you know, Daryl's, uh, he's got a he's good relationship. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's got a good relationship with with all the creators. Yeah. Um, you know, Daryl. Just you know, as a side note, he welcomes me into the whole, the whole Bid Summit family really early on. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah, good people, man. Yeah, I don't really I don't know people. if there was a particular story that he's talking about, but it could be that you know he just as a family man he appreciates the bond that we have. Yep. He appreciates the bond that Nick thinks we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So let's get yeah. to the form. Um, the very first question that we have here coming from the uh, form, and again, it's linked down in the description um, below. So if you are yeah. somebody that you know wants your question answered, make sure you get it in the form that's down in the description. But um, the uh, first question is from Kids Learn and Grow, and the and they've been on YouTube for less than a year. They have a children's learning channel, and the goal of the channel says it's just a fun side gig. And the question is, um, how do I know if I'm uploading too often? In my advanced mode analytics, I select my secondary metric as videos published. The graph is a little confusing though. Can you help me understand it? Thank you, by the way. I've got my play button, 117,000 subscribers. Awesome. High five, fist bump to you for 117,000 subscribers and the play button. Um, so when you are looking Glad at you got that your graph, play button. Um, what it is that you are going to see when you have that as your secondary metric is you're going to see like the line for the views that you have on your channel. And then if you select the secondary metric as the uh, video upload so that you can see the cadence that you're uploading, um, then in that particular case, you're going to see like little spikes um, when you uploaded the video itself. So, you know, sometimes you can see that reflected, you know, in the actual view counts that you're getting as well. But those little spikes there, that's what it is that they uh, that's what it is that they stand for there. E for electric. Hey, I think I've seen you guys. So like, Daniel, oh snap! Don't talk about play buttons. Yeah, I feel <laughs> oh, nice. personally attacked every time somebody every time co- comes up. Every time someone comes in, is like, hey, I got my play button. I die a little bit inside. Yeah, me too. You do? Oh, I so, bet you do. Yeah, well, it's just guilt. That's all it is. It's guilt. Okay, yeah, on a yeah, scale. Guilt. Okay, on a on a guilt level of one to ten. So the next question is uh, <laughs> from Neil over at Urban Van Life. <laughs> So like Hold on. 20 is the guilt level. Hold on. Yeah. On a guilt level 20. of 1 20. to you've wrecked every car I've ever owned. Yeah. Where do, where does losing my play button fall? Yeah, probably more than the cars. Like, I feel worse about that one than the cars. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's because I know, that, you know, I mean, yes, there's work going into the cars because you got to buy those. But, like, you cars know, Cars are, like, button, you know, 30 grand. Right, right. But yeah. when it comes to the play button, though, yeah, just, uh, yeah, that one. Just yeah, it was important. I, it was important. YouTube, and, and it was you know, important. Like, like YouTube is so meaningful to me that it makes me, you know, feel extra bad about the uh, play button. Yeah. But Neil yeah. Urban Van Life is the uh, next question here. So uh, they have uh, the goal of the channel is to enter, uh, educate and to entertain. The question is, should we get our channel name uh, copyrighted um, as we now find ourselves in a position where someone has started an Urban Van Life Festival in the UK? Trademark. Trademarked. Yeah. Um, trademark. Same name, but different logo. Um, but as we spend a lot of time working on building a brand, should we um, trademark the name so others cannot use it. I'm very annoyed about the festival name and need to take action, but where do I even start? Well, Should we copyright our channel names to future-proof us against here, things like this? Yeah, I, I can just chime in here a little bit. So you, what you want is an, you want to trademark your name. Mm-hmm. However, 
people can use your name in different industries. The fact that you're not running a festival with your name might actually allow them to run a festival with your name. Um, I would check with a lawyer on that, but you can definitely protect your name in terms of people doing what you're doing with your name. Like if For I wanted, example, if there was like an urban van life that was selling coffee cups, and then you're ha you have a YouTube channel that's actually restoring vans, then you're actually going after two different markets or two different yeah, essentially two different markets. Therefore, they're not really competing with each other. Is that yeah, what you're right. And it's not right. It's also not causing market confusion. But I'd recommend you know a, a quick phone call with the lawyer yeah. uh, because if it's a festival that's focusing on van life, maybe that could cause some confusion there. So you might have some grounds uh, on that. But I would definitely talk with a lawyer. You want to look into a trademark, but just be warned, filing a trademark and actually getting that trademark can take some time. So I, this isn't something that I would put off if it's important to you. Design Burst um, says that they do interior design content. The goal of the channel is to provide valuable content that educates, inspires, and inspires viewers on the principles of interior design. The question is: Our interior design channel began in our interior design channel began in June of 2023. After one month, we started uh, receiving views, and of now, as of now, we have 10 videos and 695 subscribers. Good start. Yeah. Um, says I wanted to ask um, if it's normal for views on YouTube to plateau at some point. Is changing the thumbnail and title effective in, cre in increasing views? Do you have any recommendations? So first, absolutely, thumbnails and titles um, can be very effective um, in helping you get more views only if people respond to it better, right? So basically the whole idea when it comes to updating your thumbnail and title is your thumbnail and title create an expectation for the viewer. Um, so if, if you see something, like let's say you're looking on your mobile device and you see a thumbnail and a title um, from one of my videos, and before you click on it, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, well, this is probably what Nick's talking about, or maybe this is what I'm gonna learn from Nick or whatever. So because of that, when you click into it, you're going to uh, you're going to already have an expectation of what it is that you might get in the video. Um, now, if I don't deliver on that, then of course you're going to you know leave the video relatively quickly. But if as you're coming into the video, you're like, oh yeah, this is great. This is exactly what I expected. This is the information I need right now, so on and so forth. Then you're going to be more committed to the actual content itself because it's delivering on what you expected, right? So when it comes to the thumbnail and title. When you change it, it changes that expectation. It also changes the way that it grabs attention and it kind of changes the story of what that video might be about from the outside. So the whole idea is when you do make those changes to your thumbnail and or title is it changes that expectation. So people can respond better to it. They can respond in a similar way, or of course they can also respond worse as well. So it's not always about like, hey, if I make this change, it automatically means the video is gonna do better. Um, it all depends on how viewers respond to the changes that you made so if you know this is where like when you do uh, a tweak on a thumbnail um, and or title we'll just call it the packaging you know um, all together this is where you know doing something that's like you know different is a way better call than like maybe just tweaking like a color or you know something like that like sometimes you'll see on facebook and reddit and places like that where people get feedback on their thumbnails where they'll be like hey should i use this thumbnail or this thumbnail and it's pretty much the same exact thing maybe there's just like one little tiny you know detail about it um uh those types of things like you'll usually end up with a very similar result but if there's if it changes the message of the video that's where you know you can usually see uh, a big difference um either you know in a positive or uh, negative way. Alex did not know about my play button. Alex, what's up, man? Yeah, it's probably just not something that's uh, discussed. He's been hanging out with us. Yeah. For how long? How long? Uh, for like ten days now, or for nine days, days now? Yeah. Alex, we listen. Yeah. Alex, we're gonna have to meet up over uh, mojitos or something, and I'm gonna tell you the entire story of the play yep. button. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's rough, man. I'll probably I'll probably shed some tears. Yeah. So uh, genealogy with Amy Johnson Crow. Um, she does genealogy and family history content. The goal of the channel is to encourage people to explore their family history and to grow my business. The question is: Is it true that even if you select mid-roll um, ads to be in your video, YouTube won't show them to every viewer? That's correct. Yep. So a couple things to think about is when it comes to mid-roll ads in your videos, um, premium users aren't going to see them anyway. Um, but when it comes to viewers of YouTube, so for those of you that are not using premium right now, and for example. Just raise the rates on premium. Yeah, no, it's up to uh, like uh, what twenty bucks now or yeah, something like that. Yeah, premium just raised. Okay, everybody's been raising their rates. Yeah, Spotify, yeah. everybody's right. been going up, and I'm just like, okay, I'm not really feeling that one. Or not. Premium raised their rates quite a bit, mm -hmm. but that's the only one I didn't flinch. Yeah, I was just me yeah, too. I'll pay it. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Right. Yeah. So that I can sit there and like listen to music, watch videos without yeah. interruption. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's, yeah. And and you know, again, they're not paying me to say this. People love to say, "Oh, you're shilling for yeah, YouTube." Right, 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 right. YouTube Premium is hands down the best subscription you're ever going to buy. Yep. Hands down, being able to consume content on YouTube with no interruptions. Yep. Especially wow. if you like using it for music too, like yeah. that's that's great. Man, yeah. Okay. YouTube. Hey, Renee. Uh, Renee is uh, on Wi-Fi. Oh, hey, Renee. Um, on a six-hour flight to see y'all next week. Hey, man. Have a uh, have a safe flight. Thank you for uh, swinging by. Hope that hold uh, on. Hope that you enjoy your travels wherever it is hold that on. you are. Let's try to figure this out. Renee's leaving out of Canada. He's on a six-hour flight. Yeah. He's either going someplace like Florida in the United States, mm -hmm. or he's going somewhere in Latin America, possibly Mexico, mm. out of Canada, or maybe he's flying to Europe. Listen to D sounding like a seasoned traveler. Renee, <laughs> Renee, you got to tell us, man, where are you heading, Renee? You got to let us know. Oh, love it. So, uh, where in the world is Renee? Yeah, Mark says, uh, he says, YouTube Premium changes your life. I can't say it enough. So worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah totally yeah. worth it. But, um, let's oh, see. hey, Mark, how's it going, man? So uh, let's see here. So uh, is it true? Yeah. So basically back to the ads thing. So in addition to having premium users that aren't going to see those, um, you also have um, ad tolerance for viewers. So basically YouTube, um, they, they know when is a time to show ads to viewers when they're most likely going to respond, you know, in a not as negative way to them um, compared to, you know, just flooding them with ads. So sometimes, you know, the system makes a mistake a lot. They make a mistake, but one of the things they try to do because they want to keep people on YouTube and they know that, you know, somebody goes and they watch, you know, they click into something and they go buy something from an ad that, you know, it's possible they might have lost that viewer for the day or for a while or whatever. So, you know, because of that, one, all of that stuff is optimized, you know, for the viewer so that, you know, the ads that they are seeing are ads that they're likely to respond to, but also so that they're not hitting them with so many ads um, that it becomes annoying and makes them want to leave the platform. So because of that, the whole, you know, idea is that, you know, every viewer, and of course it's gonna be depend on the length of it and everything, um, but every viewer might not see an ad coming into your video, every viewers, or they're not going to, um, every viewer is not gonna see ads, you know, during the uh, mid-rolls and all of that as well great question though yeah so uh next up on our list we're on number five already cruising through again if you're just joining us um if you have a question about what it is that you're doing on youtube there's a form down in the description below um this is all you know free thanks to our sponsors TubeBuddy and Streamyard. so if you have a question definitely make sure that you uh make sure that you uh put it in the form uh that's linked down in the description but the next channel is called the dream builder 21 they do daily content uh it's an automotive channel the goal of the channel is to entertain people and distract them from their day the question is do you know in of any online communities for content Content creators that are free absolutely I do so um, 
man, this is, this is, this is a good one because there's like a big list. So let me, let me give you some of the, the, the core ones. So, um, you have Brian G Johnson's tube ritual group on Facebook. So just look for tube ritual there. Um, you have creators helping creators on Facebook, which is Daryl Eve's group. It used to be called video makers and marketers. We have one, um, called, uh, YouTube and video tips. Um, Jessica Hatch has one, and I can't remember the name of that one off the top of my head, but it's also a really good one. She manages that one like really well, um, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, Cody Warner has one called No Small Creators um, is the name of his. Um, but yeah, um, uh, Tom Nash also has one. Um, his is called YouTube Creators, I believe. Um, for his, it's also managed very well, so I definitely recommend that one also. Um, so that's just Facebook. And then from there, if you go over to Reddit, you have YTubers, which is ours. It's not very active, but you know, if somebody asks a specific question in there, I'll hop in there from time to time. I post news there, stuff like that. Um, you also have um, our uh, YouTubers. You have new tubers um, over there as well. Keep in mind when it comes to the new tubers one and the Y tuber, uh, the the YouTubers, both of those. Um, and there's also like ones for gamers and and all of that as well. But keep in mind, like a lot of times. Um, people are posting things in there and you have a lot of people that are in there giving feedback that don't really know, you know, like what's going on yet and things like that. So some of it's kind of messy, um, but on all of those, you know, experienced people, you know, also hang out in there as well. Um, so those are also, you know, good solutions um, for that. And then of course you also want to follow um, all of the YouTube educators on Twitter um, as well, because, you know, everybody shares information there from time to time, if not on a regular basis. Um, and there's also some discords also like um, Neil just put in here about Dusty Porter's discord, but I can't remember the name of it um, off the top of my head. Um, Dusty's great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but there's also, you know, some discords, um, around that as well. So maybe I should build a page, um, for those. That's probably something That's a I good should idea. do. Yes. Yeah, so and that way send for, people to that page Yeah, for page all the communities. For trusted communities. Yeah. Cause yeah. there's some really scammy ones out there too, yeah, where there people are just trying to get you into sub to sub or right. trying to get you to download things. Yeah. Yep. yeah you gotta be careful. Yeah. It's a great idea. So, uh, next up on the list, uh, we've got, oh, Andrew can's got the can do community. Oh yeah. Andrew can. Yep. That's his. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I should have actually said that one first yep. for uh, discord. Yep. So yeah, you have, um, Andrew's can do, um, you've got, uh, let's see here. Doug says Colin and Samir has a discord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, um, Ed over at film booth has a discord. Yep. Um, yeah, Dusty's is called, but I think YouTube's creators hub, YouTube creators hub. I think that one might be Patreon, uh, ran. Um, I can't remember, but I'm in that one too. Um, but yeah, so that should get you started anyway. Um, and then, you know, if I make a, a resource for that, then, um, then I'll let you guys know. Roger Wakefield in the house. What's up, dude? Hope that you are doing fantastic today. Hey, Roger. How you doing, buddy? Mad, uh, Brad, Magic Flying Potato. Hope you're doing great. Nikki, Little Crafty Nook. Hope you're doing awesome as well. So um, let's see here. So next up on our list, we've got um, Engineer Your Life says they upload when they have time. They've been on YouTube for less than a year. The type of channel is tech, business, and finance. And the goal of the channel is to help primarily business owners and entrepreneurs streamline and automate their businesses and lives while hopefully doing it full time. And the question is, I started the channel this year, haven't been able to be consistent, but I have seen some pretty, wait, but seen pretty positive view results and have about 925 subs to date i focused on one of my buckets a side hustle and i'd now like to start focusing on another the more focal which is tech any thoughts or just post videos and see how it goes also i've done a poll around this and i've only gotten two votes should i 
try to be focused on community and live stream already or not yet. So um, I would definitely start, you know, putting the other, you know, uh, content, you know, of the other buckets that you're going to do. Um, I would definitely put those out there um, for the live stream. You can try it. I mean, there's not anything negative with giving it a shot and seeing, you know, how many people show up. But with your channel, I would definitely schedule it in advance so that there's enough time for the people that are interacting with your content to be presented to that and then click the notify button if they choose to see it. Also, since you don't regularly stream um, on your YouTube channel, Another thing that you might want to do is make a trailer. So it doesn't have to be anything, you know, fancy or anything like that. It can just be you sitting there talking, letting people know what it is that you're going to be talking about in the stream and why they should join the stream um, and then invite them to click the notify me button. And then if they do that, when you go live, then YouTube um, is, of course, going to recommend it to them if they're on YouTube. But then also they're going to get an email as well, knowing that uh, that you went live. So uh, because of that, just make sure that you do take those extra steps to just give yourself, you know, that, that uh, you know, extra opportunity for more people to show to the stream i'm curious because you were talking about communities uh, earlier i'm curious how many people in here use telegram if hey you, while you're on that i need to step away really quick yeah yeah i'm curious i, I don't have access to the forum i don't have this up uh, i should have had that ready uh, yeah i'm curious how many people use telegram i've joined a couple of forums or a couple of communities recently uh for other like for music and that sort of thing and they do it on telegram if you use telegram and you're using it for forums type in type in telegram in the chat i'm curious how many people in here actually use that i i'm not a big fan of discord but as i've been using telegram a lot more uh, it just seems it's a lot easier to actually organize things over on telegram so i'm i'm curious and i don't have access to the questions so uh, if somebody can ask a question before nick gets back i will take something out of the chat that's right. Give this theme, give this stream a thumbs up if you haven't done so already. Thank you so much. Discord stinks. Hey Jerry, how you doing? Yeah, I'm just. I never got into Discord. We tried. Uh, Discord's just not my thing. But Telegram. I don't know something about Telegram. I really like it. Let's see what we have going on here. Um, let's see. What we have this question out of the chat from the villain. It says, "How do I know?" to make a good video. I have ideas, but I don't know how to edit and I have a small budget. What should I do? Okay, that's a great question. It sounds like you're just getting started on YouTube, so welcome to YouTube. Here's the thing, you do not need a big budget. You don't need any budget to do YouTube. If you have a phone, that's all you need to get started. If you have some janky laptop, that's all you need to get started. On my channel, which you probably have linked down in the description, I hope, or maybe you're on my, oh, you're on my channel. So you found me on my channel. So Boom. my entire channel is to help people on their phone. So here's how you come up with good video ideas, right? Here's how you come up with some good video ideas. Go into YouTube and go find the channels that are similar to the ones that you want to make. Go look at the top channels and look about, look at what type of content they're making to give you some ideas. You can also use Google or YouTube as a, as, as a search and go into the actual search bar up there and start typing in some video ideas and you're going to see that it populates that search bar with different ideas. People are actually looking for those things. Uh, I don't know what type of content you want to make, but another thing you can do is just think like the audience, think like, think like a viewer. Whatever your niche might be, think about, okay, if I were to be interested in this niche, what type of videos would I want to see as a viewer? And then just make those videos. And nobody knows how to edit at first we all suck yeah. at editing we all suck at coming up with titles we all yep. suck at coming up with video ideas we all suck at coming up with making good thumbnails facts we all suck at everything when we start but you just have to push through that and keep going the more you do it you're going to get better promise facts facts facts, facts yo yep Next we, up. Just, we just finished season five of breaking bad again oh did you yeah nice just thinking of jesse nice facts nice. yo nice he says that a lot <laughs> 
NZ Wonderland is our next question. Uh, they do yeah. daily content. Uh, they have a gaming channel. The goal of the channel is to share my gameplays and earn as well. The question is, how can we improve our revenue so that we can hit every month with $100? Uh, we have 113,000 subs, and we're mostly uploading short videos. Start doing long-form content. So um, in addition to the shorts that you're uploading, which is clearly working for growing your subscriber count, um, shorts are, at this moment in time, notorious for uh not you know being very high producing in terms of ad revenue unless you are just getting crushed with views over there yeah um so because of that um if you are wanting to increase the amount that you're getting from ad revenue i would definitely start trying your hand at long form content as well it's a totally different game but if you were able to make shorts that people responded to enough that got you to 113,000 subscribers, then, you know, hopefully that will teach you the potential that you have to where you can say, okay, if I can do that, then I can definitely do this long form thing as well. Um, because the win with the long form content is you just make more, you just make more money uh, per, you know, per ad view there. So because of that, I would start doing uh, long form content if possible, or if you are just trying to hit that threshold of $100 every month, um, figure out for your channel, for your type of content, Content for the audience that is interacting with your content, um, figure out exactly you know the the amount of views that you typically need to to, to hit in order to do that, and then to do everything you can um, to hit those requirements in order to hit that threshold uh, every single month. For those of you joining us, if you're wondering how we select questions, every now and then we'll pull something out of the chat, mm -hmm. but most of them are coming from a form that's linked down in the description below. It is first come first serve, so mm -hmm. get down there and put your question in there. We we will do our best to get through all of them. Yeah. Can't guarantee we're going to get through all of them, but yep. we're going to do our best to get through yeah, all of them. Yeah, as we stand right now, if you get your question in there, it should get answered today. Okay, there you go. Um, Carson Rocks, 35. They do daily content. It's a gaming channel as well. The goal of the channel is to bring joy and entertainment. The question is, I've tried a couple different intro styles. Um, for example, clips uh, and then 10 seconds, welcome to this series, then start. Clips while I intro, so audio overlay, just an intro. My main struggle is average view duration and my starting hook to keep them in. How would you go about this problem? Um, keep experimenting with what it is that you're doing. Go through your current content library and look to see if there's anything that you've done in the past that has held people, you know, a little bit longer in the beginning that maybe you didn't notice, you know, because maybe you just weren't focused on it at that point in time or whatever. But one thing I do want to let you know is that when videos typically, you know, start having some kind of drop, it's is a normal thing. But the goal for us as content creators is we need to, uh, you know, notice like, okay, where can we stop this drop? Where, where can we stop people leaving the videos? Um, and then, you know, it, it's often through, you know, how you're hooking them. Um, so the thing that tends to work well is just letting people know like, hey, this is what we're doing in the video and just telling them, hey, this is what's going on. And then of course, uh, since you're doing, I think, gaming content, yeah. So basically in your particular case, it's like, hey, uh, you know, uh, in this particular game, I'm gonna show you how to do this in the game um, so that you don't have to waste hours and hours doing it yourself. Um, the very first thing that you wanna do is X, right? So basically you just wanna get into the content itself. Um, when it comes to, you know, cause you said you do your clips and then like a 10 second welcome to the series, I wouldn't even do that part. Like just get them into the content. And then once they're into the content and they're committed there, um, then that's where you might wanna say, oh, hey, by the way, you know, uh, you know my name is Nick. And, uh, you know, I put out gaming videos like this, you know, every, uh, you know, Monday. Um, so if you're enjoying this, you know, remember to subscribe or, you know, something like that. Um, but the idea is to, you know, front load it with the actual content um, and then save some of that stuff for later while you're working on, uh, you know, getting people in 
into you know the video better and improving your audience retention because sometimes it's that stuff in the beginning that can cause people to leave so for example and you can see this in your audience retention um, and see if this is the case for you but basically like if, if they come in and they're expecting something and then you have 10 seconds where you are you know talking about something else or talking about like yourself or something that just isn't related to you know what's going on um, then in that particular case you know that can definitely cause people to uh, abandon the video but the what you're doing though um, just to be clear experimenting trying different things you know and going through that process you're on the right path um, but also make sure that you test things across multiple videos as well because sometimes just like one video isn't enough um, like when you notice that hey I, I did this and it seems to grab somebody's attention and they stuck around for a little bit longer then in that case try it again on another video um, before you're like hey I'm, I'm gonna fully commit to this just try it again another video make sure that it was that and not just the interest in the topic and, and things like that that uh, that caused people to stick uh, next up on the list here we've got no people no problems that's what I'm talking about. And the uh, goal of the channel I'm is subscribing. I don't even know what your channel is about, <laughs> but I, well, I hope it's that. Yeah, the goal of the channel is teaching simple uh, lifestyle and to monetize. Uh, the question is, uh, why in the end of the world, some of my videos in the end of the world has I'm only here, yeah, clever. for it. Yep, has only 65 views and some 1500 same content, same scenario and same place. Thank you for everything you do um, for us small creators. So um, what happens is with every video that you publish, people are going to respond differently. Some people are going to see it first, um, whereas, you know, the other video that you published, some people are going to see that one, you know, first as well. Um, how they, you know, come into the video, what exactly is being promised in the video, um, what it is that you're showing in the thumbnails, um, how it is that you're writing your titles, all of these things impact uh, the viewers perception of your video right or their experience of your video in addition to that how they respond once they get into the video content itself is also going to be a major factor in how many more people are going to see that video so when you first publish your content on youtube one of the things that happens is youtube shows your content to this core group of people that are the most likely to interact and enjoy that video at that moment in time because youtube's goal is to serve viewers content that they're most likely to enjoy at any given moment in time so that's the, that's what happens when you first publish is it goes to those people first that are that are almost guaranteed to enjoy to, to be interested in that video then if you can get them to click that's one step and then once they click if you can get them to enjoy the content and watch it for a while then that's a great sign to youtube that people are enjoying that and then from there if they happen to like the video or maybe subscribe to the channel or maybe they click on your channel page and go and watch a bunch more videos things like that then youtube also detects all of that activity and they use all of that to gauge how people are enjoying the content so with those types of things factored in, people are just responding to some of your content in a different way than they are to some of you know some of the other content. That's why some of the videos have 65 views and some have 1500 because you know they just didn't respond to them in exactly the same way. And even if they did, another humongous factor How humongous. is very large and another factor is that not only when you publish videos on youtube um are you competing with other people in your space and everything that's happening on youtube at that moment in time but you're also competing with like other content of other types that youtube thinks that your audience might be interested in so what happens is when you publish your video you know maybe you know for one of the videos you know you had a, a you know 
in terms of how it was performing, you were doing well against videos for a while. And then maybe for that other video that you published, it's got 65 views. Maybe right now it's just a little bit more competitive, you know, at that time that you published that video. But one thing just to ease your mind here that I do want you to know, and this doesn't always happen, but it does happen is when you publish videos and you do have scenarios where it's like, Hey, I got this video with 65 views on it, or even this one with 1500. <coughs> It's possible that three months from now or six months from now that YouTube might find the right audience for those, that everything matches up you know, with their expectations and it creates a great experience for that particular type of viewer. And once they find that and then they find others on the platform that are similar and they start presenting your content to them, it's possible that those videos can also end up doing substantially better down the road as well. So when you first publish a video, if it doesn't do awesome out of the gate, um, you know that, that doesn't always mean that it's just always gonna stay there. Sometimes it does, right? If people just aren't responding to it. But, um, but the fact that you have one that's at 1500 shows that you do have potential for you know that other one as well there's also one more factor that i want to bring to your attention also and then we'll move on to another question but the other factor is where the views are actually coming from for that content so for example if you go into your traffic sources for each one of those videos you might find that the one that had 1500 views maybe the views mostly came from youtube's homepage, or maybe most of those views came from suggestions where you were getting recommended as the next up spot next to another video on the platform or maybe those views ended up coming from youtube search whereas the other one maybe it was only getting like a handful of views from suggested because people didn't respond to it on home pages and the way that it was optimized didn't really end up getting it to show up in, in search in any capacity. So it's it's those types of things that make it to where everything's different, you know, every time. You got some super chats. One you got super one from chat. iPhone Chris. Thanks, iPhone buddy. Chris, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate it there. And you got another one super from chat. Demons Row. Demons Row, appreciate it. Thank you, man. Says, um, uh, here's a little tip, brothers. Your advice last week helped. Um, I took an interview and broke it into four 10-minute videos as a series and made the intro more documentary style. I just passed 300K and uh, made $1,000 off the YouTube shorts. Support these brothers. High five and fist bump to you wow. for, you know, making those moves, making the changes and, um, and, and doing the thing. Yeah, nice, uh, nice work on that. Love yeah, it. Absolutely love it. That's awesome. So um, next up on the list here, we've got, uh, okay, we did no people, no problems. I love that name. So we got my village has no elders. Hold on, you looked at their channel. Is that like a homesteading channel or like a survivalist channel? Which one? The no, the no problems. Yeah, yeah. When did I look at it? Oh, didn't you? Didn't you look? Just now? No. Oh, I thought you no. looked at it. Yeah. No. Um, I'm hoping that they live out in the middle. Like I don't know, maybe they live in Alaska. Well, their thing is about a simple lifestyle. Okay. That was part of well, what the channel is. So I'm guessing it's something like that. I hope that. they're in a compound in Alaska. Yeah. Just just, just living like, it up, right? Yeah. Just just hanging out no with nature, and just yeah, kind of yeah, chilling yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to track your channel down when we're done here. Don't the, let me down. The Village Has No Elders is our next channel. They upload one time per week or more. Um, it's a mental health uh, channel. The goal of the channel is mental health awareness. And the question is, even when a video does really well, it doesn't turn into subscribers. And uh, so, okay, so that was the, more of a statement. So when... When people aren't subscribing to your YouTube channel, either one, you're not being um, very good about, you know, just making it clear what it is that you uh, offer on the channel in terms of expressing your value proposition in some way. Um, this can definitely be, you know, impactful in terms of your viewer to subscriber conversion on your YouTube channel. So one thing that can be helpful with that is just letting people know somewhere in the content. Um, and, and of course, you want to think about this based on how far people typically watch your content. But one thing that you can do in your content is try to find a place where you can 
do it in a non-interruptive way where you let people know, hey, you know, if you are, you know, dealing with some of these issues, you just uh, just so you know, I publish videos like this every week or two videos like this every week or three videos like this every week. Um, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Or I've got, you know, an entire channel filled with this type of content. So make sure you subscribe so, you know, so you can watch more of it. But putting those little calls to action um, are, you know, it's definitely something that um, is helpful for causing more people to subscribe to the YouTube channel. You also have like graphics that you can put on the screen and things like that. Um, but the call to action is great for people that maybe are kind of sort of listening to where they, maybe they won't see that graphic for all the people that sit there and like watch their phones while they're watching TV and, you know, those types of things. Making it audible um, is definitely something, you know, that, that you'd want to consider in that particular situation. Got a new channel member? Coach Cherry. Welcome to the uh, Nimenati. Make sure when you Welcome get the chance that the you Nimenati. go to nimenvip.com. That's going to redirect you to our members only uh, Facebook group if that's something that you're interested in. Um, so make sure that you uh, go there when you get the chance um, and fill out that information. And if you can do that, um, then we can um, get you added there when the uh, stream is over today. Were we just paying footsies on We the, were. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, and I'm hitting, the, uh, hitting yeah. the button there. I didn't realize you were hitting that too. I was like, man, it's not sticking. Right. That's right. so funny. So uh, really quick, uh, Jerry Popandria has another uh, super chat here. It says, Nick, oh, make a okay. short eating the spiciest super high street chat. food while giving the best yeah. intermediate YouTube advice you can think of. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You know, a friend of mine, he actually, um, he makes, he has a silent channel um, that he makes uh, where he's not talking or anything, um, but he, he actually records like street food. Um, that's like one of his, uh, that's one of the things that uh, he does. The spiciest Thai street food. Yeah, I don't even know what that would be because I don't eat, I don't eat Thai food. I don't know. I told yeah. you the story about my girlfriend in Mexico. Uh, I'm not sure if you did. Let's hear it. Okay. I'll tell you a quick story. Speaking of spicy food, my girlfriend, uh, she's Chinese, right? Mm -hmm. Eats anything. Anything. We'll eat anything. Oh, you did tell me about the this. The spiciest food. It doesn't even matter. She'll eat it. We're in Mexico. This is before the world shut down. We're in Mexico. And we're at this at this like festival thing going on and these people are at this little food thing and we're speak, talking to this Mexican guy he's speaking English you know and he's just like hey you want some of this whatever he's like it's really spicy she's like no I, I'm, I'm Chinese I can eat anything he's like oh are you sure it's really spicy and she's like no, no she's like trust me I can handle it within like two minutes she was literally crying she was bawling her eyes out in tears. <laughs> he warned her. Oh. He was like, no, 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 no. This is more spicy than Chinese. Trust oh. me. She was like, no, no, no. You trust me. That's awesome. Two minutes. She's bawling her eyes out. That's awesome. Yeah. She absolutely yeah, love it. She was like a little girl who lost her doll crying. <laughs> just bawling her eyes out. From oh, man. <laughs> and it was just the tiniest little chili, too. Tiny, tiny little chili. That's funny. Yeah. I still rub that in every time we get a chance. Where she's like, yeah, make it spicy. I'm like, careful. Jeff, etc. Um, they upload one time per week or more. They have a travel channel. The goal of the channel is to show different places in the Philippines, or even if giving a chance, uh, or, or even if giving a change to any country. The question is, what is the best way to gain views, upload, or premiere? Um, whichever one people respond to. So when when you do a premiere, um, people get to come in there and they get to participate while it's you know live. Essentially, you get to interact with them <laughs> and things like that. But if you premiere every piece of content that you 
you put out, then it becomes you know, like just a, a way that you publish your videos and it kind of reduces the impact of the premiere, right? Or the purpose of the premiere. So because of that, since you are doing travel content, if you have something that you've been teasing for a while and it's like a big deal and you're like, hey, you know, I got this thing coming up, this big, you know, video I'm working on, uh, you guys are gonna love it. And you just keep building it up, building it up. Then that's a great opportunity to, you know, do a premiere. Um, if you are just publishing a piece of content that is just like, you know, all the other content that you publish on your channel, then in that case, you can do premieres if you want to. Um, but, you know, it's it's going to be similar in terms of, you know, how people are going to respond um, just like the actual upload itself. So because of that, it's not like, oh, well, if you do a premiere, you're guaranteed to get more views. Or if you do an upload, you're guaranteed to get more views. At the end of the day, you want to think about long-term performance on the platform. So if people respond positively long-term, then that video will do well. If they don't, then of course, you know, obviously, you know, then, then in that case, uh, it wouldn't. So there's three, three comments came in after that. One of them says, um, LOL, poor girl. Then you got another one comes in and says she got a she life, got a life lesson, lesson right? Little, little perspective well, switch. Yeah, yeah. A, little per you know, a perspective switch there. And then, and then you got the real one here. It says, uh, D was just laughing. He slept on the couch that night. <laughs> yeah, Mark knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a very long, lonely, silent night for me. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, villain xh uh says they upload uh to youtube one time per week or more the type of channel is gaming um but i do mr beast type videos um the goal of the channel is to make a sustainable income and the question is how do i know how to make a good video i have ideas but i don't know how to edit and i have a small budget what should i do okay go watch hayden hellier smith um go watch him um he actually edits for some of the largest content creators on youtube um, logan paul specifically as well as a few others um, i recommend that you watch him you're going to learn a ton of at uh, turn a ton about editing in addition to that um you also want to practice the art of editing videos so you know just be mindful when you you first get started on this path of being a content creator, there's going to be a lot of things that you have to learn, right? A lot of firsts that you're going to have to do. Um, there's also going to be things that you're going to need to start exploring as you discover, you know, new information. So for example, you know, now, you know, to go watch Hayden, you know, Heller Smith, he's going to, you know, teach you a lot of concepts about editing and you need to, you know, watch a lot of his videos and maybe in some cases even watch them, you know, over again so that you can make sure that, you know, everything that he's saying is sinking in. Um, in addition to that, um, you know, depending on how far you want to go, you can also look into like, how do you make motion graphics? How do you use After Effects? And, you know, like you can start looking into those sorts of things as well. But just embrace the fact that, you know, when you start publishing videos, if you don't know how to do any of this stuff yet, the first videos, they might do well. They might be okay. And you might be able to innately put something together that people respond to. But the experience that most content creators have is when they first pub start publishing videos, they don't get like an amazing response right out of the gate because you know they they've never made anything before that people have to respond to or at least not a video before that they've had to make in a way that people respond to so when you make videos for youtube it's a lot different than if you were to put together like hey let's edit this video of our wedding or hey let's edit this you know video of a family vacation it's a totally different thing because when it comes to youtube you have to edit for retention so you have to you know make sure that you're giving the viewers what it is that they want you have to make sure that you know the pacing is right and that like all the elements in the videos that everything you know complements the video and the viewer experience you have to make sure that you're interrupting the viewers from time to time so that you can kind of pull their attention back into the content like there's all kinds of things like that that you need to do you'll learn a ton if you just watch Hayden but the um, the idea is just to embrace where you're at which is like I'm new at this right 
And instead of, you know, I know a lot of people look at that like, oh, this is, you know, this is, you know, like I suck at this or whatever. But instead of looking at that perspective, just look at it like, hey, I'm new at this and all I have to do is learn it. That's it. So instead of, you know, being frustrated by it or instead of, you know, being hard on myself, just look at it as like, hey, this is just something I got to learn. So I'm just going to go through the process of learning that. If it takes me, you know, three months to kind of hit my stride, that's cool. If it takes me six months to hit my stride, I'm cool with that too, depending on, you know, how fast you learn and how you apply it, you know, and all of that. So, um, but when it comes to, you know, not knowing how to make a good video, um, another thing to do as well is also watch a lot of the popular content on YouTube and watch content that's in your genre so that you can understand, you know, for high performing content, how people respond to what it is that, you know, that you, the type of content you make also watch content that is not in your genre as well. And the reason that you want to do that is because you're going to see things that, you know, different types of, you know, content creators do that you might be inspired by to where it's like, oh, I love how they start their video with this, or I love how they, you know, kind of, you know, do this particular thing in their video to kind of shake the video up a little bit, you know, to kind of break up the monotony of, of what's going on in that video. And then they re-engage people after that. But, um, but the idea is to just watch a lot of content so that you can also high performing content so that you can, you know, get, get to better understand the nuances of what, you know, good content is. Yeah. You know, when it comes to editing, if you're starting at zero, you have the additional layer of, you have to learn the software or app that you're using totally. on top of it. Yep. Um, I'll say this, don't be overwhelmed by all the features that come inside of the app or the software that you're using. Just yeah. just think about bare bone cuts. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about anything fancy starting out. Just worrying about how can I trim the fat off of this video, right? I recorded a video, maybe it's 10 minutes long. How can I trim the fat off of this video? That would be step one, mm -hmm. right? I've got this video, how to trim the fat to, to shrink it down, how to take out all the awkward pauses and the silences and to get rid of my ums and my ahs and all the things uh, that you need to get rid of. You know, understand that you're starting at a place where you're not going to be competitive uh, with people who are, who are experienced editors. So you have to be okay with that. And the best way to do it is just to start editing. And it's painful. It's painful. It, it can take a really long time to learn how to edit and an even longer time to learn how to edit. You can learn how to edit quick, but to but keep people watching good. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. You can learn how to technically mm -hmm. edit quickly, but to learn how to edit in a way that keeps people watching, man, there's, I mean, it's something everyone in here still struggles with. I don't care where you're at on the journey. Yep. You know, I, I'm sure, you know, even that who's the top creator on the platform now? Is it still Mr. Beast? Um, I think so. Yeah. yeah in terms like, of the individual creator. Individual yeah, creator. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that there's, you know, him and his editors, I'm sure they're constantly analyzing every single aspect of a video still still to make sure that they maximize every moment of, of of the actual video itself and that's what he's talking about with, with Hayden um Hayden gives some really interesting perspective on mm -hmm. how they do things with Logan Paul yeah he gets into like psychology and all kinds yeah. of stuff it's really yeah. interesting yeah I think um, I think it's a little overkill for someone just starting out however it's good just to watch start ingesting that yeah, stuff. yeah yeah start ingesting yeah. it understand it's, it's more that's more advanced editing but it's good to start ingesting that now. So when you are at that level, it makes more sense. Yep. And really quick, uh, Melinda Elliott says, I got monetized 10 days ago. Thank you for all the help, Nick and D. Way to go. Um, I didn't think it would happen because I, um, uh, because I know anything. Um, still don't know. Uh, still don't know much. So high five fist bump to you. Congratulations for uh, getting monetized and getting into the partner program. Love it. Yep. Way to go. Yep. Love those messages when they come in. Yep, kind of super super chat. Uh, Maria Lynn says, uh, let's see here. Hey, Nick and D. Uh, hey. What's going on? Hope you're doing great. Says, um, I just started uh, YouTube on YouTube in sewing and in making. Oh, sewing and making, but I'm nearly twice the age of most content creators. Does age matter when starting out? Thank you both, all of you. Okay, right? here's, okay, question. 
How old? Hold on, hold on. Travis MVP in the house. What's up, Ladies my dude? Hope gentlemen. that you're doing fantastic. Question nice is, to see you in here, my man. Hope that you are doing great. Travis said, and, and Mariah, we're going to get back to you. We're going to get back to you in just a second. It says, uh, what's the fastest way to get canceled? Thank you for your answer. I could say some stuff right now. Yeah, let's get back to uh, Mar- Mariah. Yeah, Travis, we'll, we'll come back to that one, Travis. Travis, if you, yeah. if you truly want to get canceled, <laughs> I got some stuff. Yeah, D can work it out. Yeah. yeah, I guarantee between the two of us, we can figure it out. Yeah. And if you want me to, I'll get on a plane. We'll come hang out and yeah. we'll make it happen. <laughs> Guaranteed, Travis. Like, matter of fact, if you'd like to hire me, <laughs> if you would like to hire me, Travis, yes. I can guarantee yeah. professional brainstormer for canceling full social media canceled. Every account, every channel, people you know will get canceled. <laughs> people who owe you money will get canceled. <laughs> but uh, back to Maria, uh, really, really, really quick. So. Uh, when it comes to age, what were we going to say, D? Because because I cut you off on that one. Uh, well, I was just going to ask. I was going to ask everybody, how old were you when you started YouTube? Mm. I was curious. Yeah, to type in, type into the chat. How old were you when you started YouTube? Yep. I was, I think, in my mid forties. Hmm. What, what? So what? Maybe forty five ish. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I was yeah. around forty five, mm-hmm. give or take, when I started YouTube. Yeah. Uh, on this channel. Yep. So let's see what we have. Oh, Roger Wakefield. Uh, we're, I, man, it just. Roger Wakefield started at 54. Nice. Homekeeping channel says I'm 54, started at 52. Yeah, I think Brian G started in his uh, 50s as well. I Creator Classroom, late 40s. Mm-hmm. Right? So, no, no, it, it, it's not too old. Yeah, so so when it comes to... Um, uh, Shark Scrapper was 63. Nice. What? Yeah, so when it comes to... Uh, I didn't know you were when it comes to wow. When it comes to age, here's, here's something that I want you to think about. So, you, as somebody that's Me? watching other YouTube videos... Um, you know, when you're watching content, there's going to be, you know, some people that you resonate with, and there's going to be other people that you don't really resonate much with. Um, I'm going to guess that there's probably some content from people that are, you know, like very young that when you watch their content, you're just like, yeah, I just don't, I just don't get it. It's just not my thing. Right. And it's because, you know, they're making content for like that, you know, demographic of people. Um, when it comes to, you know, someone like yourself or, you know, us, or, you know, people that are, you know, not you know, kids, then in that particular case, you know, just remember that there are going to be people, some of them will be kids. um, But you know, um, there's also going to be a lot of people in like your age group, and you know, older people um, as well, that will watch your content and that will respond to your content. Um, On YouTube, there's actually actually on social media, just in general, there's older people and by older people, I mean, like 70s, 80s, um, that are crushing on YouTube, they're crushing on Facebook, they're crushing on TikTok, they're crushing on Instagram reels. Um, So it's more about the value you provide and how you provide that value than it is about your age so because of that please do not let your age get in the way i almost didn't start my channel um either because you know at that point in time i was in my 30s and i thought to myself which you know some people might be like oh your 30s you know you were a baby right but um uh but when it comes to uh that like i almost didn't start it because in my 30s i was like yeah this is more of a kid's game i'm probably not like you know probably gonna get like some weird response or whatever i had the same exact feelings that you're having right now um but instead um you know if i wouldn't have done that then i would have had all the amazing experiences that i've had um so you know because of that i i I recommend that you don't look at it as a hurdle and understand that your audience is out there for you um you just have to make the right content and package it in the way that those people can identify it and also that once they can 
recommend to the content that you deliver the content in a way that's appropriate for whoever it is that you're trying to reach. So for example, if you're trying to reach like a younger group of people, then in that case, you know, you might need to do things a little bit different, differently in terms of how you package up your content, how you edit your videos to hold their attention, things like that. But if you're going for like an older group of people, then in that particular case, you might want to slow things down a little bit. Um, you know, when you are putting your thumbnails together, you always want to focus on just like clarity and making things simple. But maybe you even, you know, add a little bit more emphasis to something in terms of like, hey, I have the option here to focus on this thing or put a bunch of other supporting things around it to make it just really easy. Um, I'm just going to uh, make for easy for other people to understand what they're going to get with this video. Um, I'm going to, you know, just focus on. Um, since you're doing sewing, I'm going to focus on like the thing that I'm sewing or the particular thing that I'm going to be sharing with people. So to answer your question, you know, succinctly, that's a long answer. No, you, and you are not, you know, too old for YouTube. Age does not matter when starting out. YouTube, um, how the system works, and this is another important part um, as well, because this kind of, you know, takes the opinion side out and just like gives you facts on how the system works. So one of the amazing things about YouTube and a lot of these platforms, really, it's not just YouTube, but one of the amazing things about, you know, all of this, uh, you know, social media video content is once these systems understand the people that respond to your content, then it's awesome because then what happens is they'll test your content against other people, but they understand who the perfect viewer is because based on how they respond to what it is that you're doing. So once they understand that their, their system crawls through the system and it's like, okay, so we've got, you know, people that are watching, you know, other videos like this that are also watching, you know, similar videos to this person or to this content. So let's show it to them also. So what ends up happening is the people that do respond to your content, YouTube goes out and finds more of those people and presents your content to more of those people. Um, so because of that, um, you know, age and all of that um, is not an issue uh, when it comes to YouTube. So uh, Neil uh, drops a super, super chat. He says, looking at all the ages, including mine, I feel like this could be the most fun retirement home ever. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Those, I was thinking about the other day. We're I was thinking, all going to – some. Yeah, everybody yeah. in our generation, right, we're going to be in retirement homes someday, hopefully. And we're playing all, video games. Yeah, we're going to be talking yeah. about some cool stuff. Yep, playing video games, making music, right? right. Like doing all kinds of fun stuff. Right. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. Hey, yeah. guys, what? Hey, I'll come over there with my walker. Yeah. My knees are just not going to be yeah. there. Where's my play button? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nick, man. where's my yeah. play yeah. Where's my damn play button, Nick? <laughs> Who wants to do a live stream? Come on over. <laughs> we're getting ready to go live. Roger, yeah. Roger, Let's come go. here, Let's buddy. Go. Yep. We're going to go live on YouTube. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to. So I'm so first of all, I just want to say I'm absolutely amazed at how many people in here mm -hmm. are over 40 when they started their mm. probably 80% of the people, 90% nice. who actually put in an age were mm -hmm. over 40. Nice. That is incredible, especially nice. to those of you in your 60s and 70s yep. uh, who were chiming in. Yep. That's incredible. So uh, home rapid repair. Um, thanks for Hold the super chat. Says um, thanks, Nick. Welcome We're now in the YouTube partner the program. Nimenati. In addition to weekly videos, um, first off, congratulations um, to forget into the partner program. Says in addition to weekly videos, we're going to start live streams to answer home and press uh, home improvement questions. Thanks for all you do. Yeah, I think it's a good. I think it's a good win because then that way, um, you know, you've got you know you're running the partner program. Um, you're putting out you know regular video content, and then you're adding the live streams to it as a means to um, you know uh, you know answer questions directly, kind of like we do here. 
Um, so I think I think that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic move. You got some uh, channel members come in. Yep, uh, Maria Lynn and official welcome Tim to Tech. The um, first off, welcome to the uh, Nimenati. Welcome to the channel membership, and um, make sure when you get the chance that you go to nimenvip.com. That's going to redirect you to our members only Facebook group if that's something that you're interested in. Um, so um, all you have to do is once you get there, just fill out the information. It's about your YouTube channel and when you joined and stuff like that. It's how I verify that you're a member and. And then um, uh, if you can do that sometime before the stream is over today, then I'll um, I'll get you in there once the stream is complete today. Roberto Blake in the house. Roberto Blake in the house. What's up, Roberto? Roberto says creators over 30 and 40 may not get as big. In many cases, they can uh, may not get as big, but in many cases, they can earn money and have longevity with a buying audience. Yep. And by buying audience, what he means is like uh, people that are willing to purchase things. Yeah. But you might get big too. You might get big too. Yeah, yeah. yeah there are some monster channels yeah. out there with, with with older people. So um, uh, the next question is from Us Plus Dad. Us Plus Dad does daily content. Um, the type of channel is Roblox Roleplay. And the goal of the channel is to create an interactive Roblox community. The question is, we're crushing it with shorts, about to hit 30,000 subscribers. We want to start making more long form to supplement into our daily shorts. Should we, should we create three to five minute videos at first and ease into longer 12 to 15 videos in the future? Um, can't wait to see you at VidSummit. Awesome. Glad that you're going to VidSummit. Looking forward to seeing you there as well. So uh, when it comes to um, the uh, videos, uh, try one of the longer videos. Like um, if you can you know, keep people engaged in your shorts and the value that you're providing is enough that people are like, yeah, we're subscribing to this. We want more Then in that particular case. You know, you might already be fine with, you know, putting together longer videos. So if that's something that you're interested in and you're trying to work to that point, first thing I would do is like, hey, let's just try one and see how people respond to it. Maybe try two or three and see how people respond to it. Because the win when it comes to longer videos is if you do have people coming in and they do watch for a longer period of time, YouTube loves that watch time. So because of that, you know, it is advantageous in some cases to make longer videos. Um, but if you're like, you know what, um, we're used to making the shorter content and it's gonna be a leap in terms of the amount of time that it takes us to put together like a 12 to 15 minute video. So let's practice our video editing skills Skills. Let's get our workflow together. Um, let's, you know, like, like, you know, learn our system in terms of our, like, where we're storing any video graphics or B-roll or where we're getting B-roll, you know, all those things that go with the workflow of video editing. Um, let's get all that stuff together on a uh, on videos that are like three to five minutes long. And then once we get that system put together where we can put together videos in a you know time that we find reasonable, then in that case, let's see if we can push it. Um, because one thing that, that is really interesting to me um, on YouTube, and this happens a lot across just tons of channels, is it's interesting that sometimes you can make a, a three to five minute video and people will watch half. Yeah. And then you make a 12 to 15 minute video and people watch half. And Weird. then you make a 20 minute video and people watch half. And then you go back to a three minute video, like, man, if I can get them watching half of a 20, then they're definitely watching like a hundred percent of the three minute video. But it doesn't work that and way. And they watch half. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, that so, is so you know, weird. So definitely experiment with it. Um, but you know, if you, if you want to, you know, work on the workflow side of it and all that stuff, then I'd recommend, you know, the shorter videos to, uh, to go. But also when it comes to deciding the length of your videos, Keep in mind that, yeah, there is ad advantages to, you know, longer videos. Like, for example, if it's over eight minutes, you can add mid-roll ads, which can increase your ad revenue, you know, those types of things. Um, but when it comes to, uh, you know, the, the video length, just make sure that you are making the videos as long as they need to be, right? So don't, like, add a bunch of stuff to them just to add fluff. In fact, I just made a community post that I think everybody here should read through. It's you saying what 
annoys you about YouTube videos? So basically, you know, I just made it on my community feed and I'm like, what annoys you about, you know, making or about, you know, when you're watching other YouTubers. And there's a lot of really interesting uh, comments in there about, you know, some of the things that, you know, are rubbing people the wrong way. So as content creators, you might find that as a valuable resource in terms of, you know, looking out for things, you know, not to do. Um, so, you know, I would definitely check that out as well when you uh, get the chance. Paul Peck in the house. What's up, dude? You are uh, fantastic. Uh, Paul Peck. What, what's your number one pet peeve? About, Mine? Not just about YouTube videos. Not yours, but you're watching a video as a, as, as a viewer. What's your pet peeve? If it takes too long to get into the content. It takes too long to get into the content. Yeah, yeah that's mine. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, when, I, like when I click on it, um, you know, because like I, you know, like – for example, like if I'm working, for example, like, you know, like I, I, you know, I'll turn my phone notifications off. I turn it down so I don't see the notifications come in. I take my watch off so I can like focus and stuff. Go so on. if I, if I'm like, okay, um, I'm trying to solve this problem while I'm, you know, sitting here. So I'm going to watch a YouTube video about it real quick. It drives me nuts when I'm like sitting there watching the video. And then like three the first, minutes later, yeah, I'm like, yeah. You know, come on, come on. Are we getting into this? I'm sitting there hitting the 10 second you right. know, skip button. I'm like, come on, come on. I'm trying to like figure yeah. this out. So, um, so, you know, for me, that's the thing that, uh, yeah, that, that, that gets me. Yeah, so yeah, what I would recommend everybody do in the chat is think about the things that annoy you and make sure you don't do those things in your videos. Yeah. So I've made that mistake before. I've had a lot of videos, especially when I was starting. I would just go on and on and do all talk about all this other stuff. And because of that, my audience retention was a disaster. Yeah. Right. Just like a free fall at the beginning because mm -hmm. people were not there for all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, the more I cut that out, the better the better that became. But yeah, so that's that's my biggest pet peeve also is it taking way too long to get into the content that I clicked for. Uh, and then the second thing, and this is YouTube related specifically. Um, so I have other channels that I foolishly didn't connect under my brand account. So I have to watch them without premium and I'm not paying for premium on additional channels. Right. So if I have that on and I'm trying to listen to music or something like that, and you'll have like a Let's say you're listening to whatever. Maybe I'm listening to like a podcast video and just chill or I'm listening to some chill music and they run an ad mm. and the volume is like a hundred times higher <laughs> yeah. than the YouTube thing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So I get those are my two pet peeves. Yeah. One of them's creator based, one of them YouTube based. So uh, next up on the uh, list here, uh, we've got, we're on number 14 already. So wow. if you are just joining us, um, we're pulling the questions from the form that is down in the description. So make sure that you, um, that you, uh, you know, if you have a question, make sure you put it down on the form. Oh, you know what the third thing is that drives me crazy? What's that? All the people making thumbnails trying to copy Mr. Beast. Mm, yeah. That's just a pet peeve. I mean, you know, like, I, get I it. understand it. Right? I get because it. Because success leads clues. So it's like, hey, if this is working, I then get it. let me try it. I yeah. get it. But at one point, some point, you're just like, come on. There's a threshold. Yeah. There's a threshold. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Travis, Travis says, uh, we learned the other week that Nick apparently can't drive very well. I'm not sure what happened there. You wrecked um, all my cars. Oh, we talked about yeah, 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 yeah. So, but but let me tell you something. I am perfectly suited for Thailand traffic, though. Okay. Like, like well, hold in on. the U.S.? Hold on. Nope, but here, let me tell you something. Like, I was born to drive here. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Okay, full disclosure, uh, he wrecked, I think, all but one of my cars. But here, he's an absolute legend on the roads. Yeah. It is chaos here on the yeah, roads. He's like, hey, watch out, watch out. I'm like, I seen it. Hey, yeah. hey, watch out over there. Yeah, I saw it. No, yeah. he is an absolute <laughs> legend driving in Asia. So Ooh. Thailand is number three in the world for road casualties. Yeah. Number three in the entire yeah. world for road and casualties. And it changes. Sometimes it's number two. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes back and forth. So that just to get, paint a picture of how crazy it yeah. is. And he drives like a boss over here. Yeah. So yeah, you were just, I was just in the wrong environment. You were just, I was. I was in the wrong place. You're in the wrong place. Yeah. Like yep, sidewalks. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you mean I can't drive on sidewalks? Right. It's nonsense. In, in Asia, right? you can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Wrong country. <laughs> you were born in the wrong country. Yeah. 
So uh, uh, Liz Bianca um, is my design Sherpa is the name of the uh, is the name of the channel. The type of channel is home design. The goal of the channel um, is to guide homeowners through the design and build process with the confidence of a pro. And the question is, I upload unlisted videos to share with design clients on my channel since it's an easy way to share large files. Will the unlisted videos list um, going to hurt my analytics? No. Um, if it's unlisted, then it's fine. The only things that you get, you know, um, that you're accountable for um, is your public videos i mean don't get me wrong if you are violating copyright law or you're uploading you know something that's not appropriate for youtube or something like that then they'll still flag you there with unlisted videos or private videos but when it comes to it impacting your analytics it's only public videos that are impacted um, another thing to keep in mind though is when it comes to i mean it, it's your clients they're probably watching your channel anyway but i was going to say i'm not sure how many people you're sending these videos to but if it's a lot and those are the core people subscribing to your youtube channel then in that particular case um you know uh you know if they're not watching and interacting with the content then in that case that could be negative because youtube might present it to them at least a few times so um because of that that might work against you but in terms of it you know hurting the overall performance of the channel if you have other people watching it then then you're then you're perfectly fine so we have two comments so whale shark emoji says hey d is nick the reason why thailand is number three in road casualties <laughs> that's funny so here's another question so you're driving a car now and you're really good at driving a car here how many motorcycle accidents did you have before getting your car so um a lot but the the first three, how many do you think i'm not sure the, the first i actually here in chiang mai i think i, no, I no, had, no 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 just total in thailand i am so the first three months i was here i had one per month yeah um because i was looking at the motorbikes like they were toys which, motor, they, which they are a not. motor a motorbike accident per month yeah for the first three months um because um, let this sink in for a yeah. second so i had that um yeah. and then from there i think i might have had like one more um in that city and right. then up here um i had one right outside of the um, condo that i was staying in yeah and then i had uh one where a car ran into me i was just sitting there yeah, and they yeah. ran of into course me. it was a car's fault of um, course. yeah uh, but then there was that one too because that would count so i think you know uh, i guess that was what i, I was i had my ten, fingers but i wasn't really ten, counting no. 10 motorbike accidents? probably like six or seven maybe total yeah total yes okay not yeah. bad yeah not bad not bad so at all i think you've been in more motorbike accidents than i have uh, maybe yeah i think so maybe yeah possible so next but, up but nothing in a car yeah yet yeah yeah so next up we've got suburban um acreage they upload one time per week or more the type of channel is diy tips and tricks um how-to tutorials and tool reviews surrounding home ownership and maintaining it um the goal is to share information and knowledge with others while making some money and the question is i was watching for i was watching your older streams and kept hearing the term series playlist i can't find this feature and i'm thinking it's not a thing anymore can you confirm that the series playlist is old news and what are some current quick tips for maximizing the effectiveness of playlists so these things have been kind of coming and going for a while they're supposed to take them out i'm actually going to go look and um and confirm because i stopped talking about them because youtube had talked about um removing them and i'm honestly not sure because i just stopped because i'm like well this is like a risky thing so therefore i'm not going to uh do series uh you know anymore but it is possible that it's still in here i'm going to just double check here really quick i'm going to go into my ai tools for youtubers and yeah it looks like that is now that particular feature um is now out of here so um as of you know whenever they officially removed it um now you know the playlist options are extremely um are extremely limited Good question. I needed to look into that uh, anyway. So thank you for that. 
Motive Music says, oh, Jeepers, that's too many accidents on a motorbike. That's cat-level lives. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, it is. And then Creative uh, Mind says, in all capitals, what is the story behind moving to Thailand? Question mark. Uh, uh, well, Nick had to find a country that wouldn't extradite him to yeah, the U.S. That's funny. And, uh, no, no, it's just uh, he came over to visit uh, me. Yep. It was who found a country that wouldn't extradite him. And <laughs> no, it's, it's a cool country. Yeah, it's cool. Totally it, it's just an it's awesome chill. place. Like, um, yeah. like Alex, me for electric, uh, he was in here earlier. He yeah. just moved here. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh, my country. gosh, this is amazing. Yeah, like. It's uh, fun. It's different. Yeah, he moved here from California. And he's like, yeah, this is, this is incredible. Yeah. Um, like, he's loving it, too. Totally but yeah, it's, different it's, it's, lifestyle. Yeah, man. it's one of those things. Like, um, it's either like you're like, if you come here, like vacation or something, it's like something that you're like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. Or it's like, oh, I got to get out of here it's yeah, like you're, yeah. you're, it's like one or the other um so i was one of the people that like when i came over i was like wow this is absolutely uh incredible so that's uh that's what was me here and then for d you know he was just over here because he run. had that ability you know to uh to be able I to could. work from anywhere i i was here because i could be here yep yeah um suburban um acreage uh acreage is the next channel they do DIY tips and tricks, how-to tutorials, and tool reviews surrounding home ownership and maintaining it. The goal of the channel is to share information and knowledge while, uh, with uh, with others while making some money. And the question is, I was watching your older streams. Oh, we did this one already. Sorry about that. Next up, we've got, we're on number 16. We've got uh, Square Table Degenerates. What's going on, man? Hope you're doing great. Says uh, they do entertainment content. The goal of the channel is to have fun, interview celebrities, and make some money. The question is, if the shorts, uh, is the shorts pay rate going to go up anytime soon, or will the entire platform be shorts in three to four years? YouTube is not the same um, the past eight months-ish. Um, so when it comes to shorts, keep in mind that, one, people are watching, you know, for an extremely limited amount of time just based on the nature of the content. Therefore, you know, I'm sure that's impacting ad rates there just anyway. Um, also, when it comes to uh, YouTube shorts, it's primarily like younger people, you know, that sort of thing as well. Um, also, when it comes to uh, YouTube shorts, keep in mind that it is something that's fairly new. So I do expect that, you know, rates will go up a, at least a little bit sometime in the future, but I don't know how much. Um, so because of that, you know, if you are on YouTube, YouTube for the sake of making money, especially with them streak, uh, you know, stripping links out of, you know, short the short shelf. Um, in that case, you know, I would recommend that even if you're a shorts creator, if you're doing this for money, unless the type of content that you're making is getting crushed on views and shorts that makes it worth it, um, I would start supplementing uh, some of that with long form content as well and learn the craft or art or whatever it is that you want to, you know, however it is you want to frame it. The dark um, arts for, for making long form content the that dark you know, arts people respond of, to. The dark arts of long form content. Yep. yep the dark arts. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So next up, hold um, on, number hold on. 17. Amazing Yacht says, uh, seven years in Thailand. I've only had two accidents so far. Nice. Thailand traffic is good. Thailand traffic is not that bad. I'm going to go on. I'm going to guess because there's a yacht destination. You're probably like in Phuket or Krabi or something like that. Just guessing. Hua Hin maybe. I don't know. I, I, I would, re I'm going to respectfully disagree with the traffic. <laughs> what, what do you say about the traffic? He said traffic's not that bad. Oh yeah. It, yeah. it depends on where you're at. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's usually not that bad yeah. up here either. Yeah. Uh, where we're at now, north. it's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's usually not that bad up here. Um, you know, it just depends on, you know, the day, you know, the day, the, yeah, the time yeah, yeah. of day, you know, yeah. that you go out and, uh, run around. Yeah. Uh, but let's see here. So the next question that we have on our list is from trying to learn bikes, trying to learn bikes. Um, they have been on, uh, YouTube here for, um, Let's see. 
They upload when they have time. They've been on YouTube for less than a year. They have motorcycle maintenance channel. The goal of the channel is to help fellow bikers perform DIY maintenance. And the question is, is it considered poor practice to use the same title as a similar video on the same topic from another channel? From another channel. Um, they're a large channel with many subs. I make similar content topic-wise, but don't want to come off as copying their ideas. Thanks for your insightful thoughts on in advance. Cheers. So um, when it comes to taking titles from other content creators, if you can come up with something unique, definitely do it. But if it's something that people are actively searching for and, you know, that's a way that you can, you know, help people identify that your content is what it is that they're looking for, then in that particular case, you know, using that keyword phrase um, in your title or making your title specifically that phrase, uh, that's perfectly fine. Uh, when it comes to somebody making something extremely unique, people will still steal it. That's just how it works, unfortunately. People will still steal it, but if you can think like, okay, is there a variation that I could do of that? Is there a way that um, maybe I can open up a thesaurus and find you know, uh, you know, know, some word replacements or something like that, run it through chat GPT or something, and see if you know, there's another way that you, know, you might be able to phrase you know, something similar. Um, you, know, you might wanna give that a shot instead just so that it is something you know that's a little bit different um but you know in terms of content creators being inspired by other content creators i mean that that happens all the time some people they're inspired by it to where they'll take it and they'll try to modify it in some ways other people they just steal it to where it's like hey this is a great title i'm taking it um one common thing that you know that everybody recommends content creators do and i you know i recommend this also is if you look in other niches and like while you're just a user on youtube while you're while you're interacting with youtube as a viewer if you are you know getting served content and you're like, wow, that's a really good title. Screenshot it, right? And think to yourself like, hey, one, why do I think it's a good title? Two, is there any variation of this um, that I might be able to do? Or is there a way that I can apply this to what it is that I'm doing? Um, and then over time, when you start collecting a lot of those screenshots or if you just take a note on it, whatever, then in that particular case, you know, it, it, it gives you a lot of, um, uh, I don't know if fodder is the right word, but it gives you a lot of, you know, um, information about one, you know, what you think good titles are. And two, it also gives you a lot of um, ideas to be inspired by when it comes time to, you know, write your titles when you're thinking about your own uh, video ideas. So a uh, quick question unrelated. So Pixie and, does, go ahead. I was just going to say it really quick because I mentioned the notepad thing. Um, just as a quick reminder, I just want to remind everybody, just in case you haven't been, you know, introduced to this yet, um, there is a tool called Tube Spanner. Um, um, that is a browser extension for YouTube. It's also like a, you know, a website where you can make like, you know, scripts for your videos and things like that. Um, but with that particular browser extension, it allows you to take notes on content. So if you have not used TubeSpanner before, one, I definitely make sure you check it out at TubeSpanner.com. But, um, but when it comes to taking notes on other content, um, you know, if, if you're watching YouTube as a viewer on a computer, it's great for having a notepad open to where you can say like, oh, I like how they did this intro or to where you can just kind of keep those ideas and just kind of sketch them out. Um, but anyway, you can find that at TubeSpanner.com on their browser extension. Um, it has a notepad and you can take notes on any video on YouTube and it attaches the timestamps and you can either download them or if you go back to that video the timestamps are there so it's a really awesome tool so just make sure that you uh check that out if you haven't yet pixie dust traveler says nick what is your favorite thing about thailand without giving it thought um i think just the general lifestyle like things are just more relaxed here like um i mean you know things can be intense here too like when it comes to traffic and stuff like that um but just like the day-to-day -day, like people like like i would say 
99% of the interactions that I have are just like positive and just like relaxed and like, you know, and all of that. Um, the people just in general are, you know, extremely friendly um, as well. And, and which, you know, helps for that particular um, experience. But I would say just the lifestyle um, overall is, is the big draw for me. Um, in addition to that, I mean, you know, things are, you know, considerably cheaper here um, than they are in the States as well, which is a win. But, um, but the real thing for me though, is just the, you know, the overall lifestyle and like w one thing that I always think about is, you know, like, am I, and this is kind of like a self check that I do, but like with the day-to-day -day experience that, um, that I'm, that I'm having, um, is it something that I'm enjoying? And here, um, the answer is almost always yes. So, you know, for me, um, it's that. And then of course, you know, my brother D, um, cause he's here too. Unless he's stuck in Mexico. I'm glad you put that last. Then in that particular case, uh, you, you know. Glad you put that last. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my favorite thing would be the lifestyle as well. Um, it, it's re it's just really laid back. Now, yeah. look, if you visited here and you come to, like, you know, the heart of, of the tourist areas. It yeah, it's going to seem pretty intense. It's gonna, it, yeah, it might yeah, not seem jarring. that way. Yeah. yeah, it's jarring. But, like, you know, once you get settled in and you're not in one of those, you know, high you know, intense tourist areas. Yeah, it's really laid back. And I just, they've got an attitude here. Besides being inc incredibly friendly and helpful, mm -hmm. um, nobody really cares what you do. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you I can go there's to- a, There's a phrase for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it's, you know, like you go to 7-Eleven at like, you know, 11 p.m. And there's like multiple people in there in their pajamas who just like walked up to 7-Eleven in their pajamas. Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares what your politics. Well, when it comes to voting times, people care about your politics. Yeah. But it, it, for people, local politics. For local yeah. Pol yeah. But yeah, nobody cares about your religion. Nobody cares what your sexuality is. Nobody right. cares about you. They just, just let you do whatever it is right. that you need to do and just get out of your way. Yeah. And it, it's... Yeah, it's 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 a hands-off society. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, and everybody's not trying to control everybody else. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a hands-off society, and personal responsibility goes a long way. Yep. Um, it's not a nanny state. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to tell you no. Nobody's going to stop. And other other details, yeah. right? Like this is something that you know that that people don't really think of, but like uh, you know, without beating on this horse too much, yeah. like uh, you know, like not one time. Have I driven past a parked police car yeah. that's sitting on the side of the road radaring people? Yeah. Never. Yeah. I ever. Mean, they probably should. Ever. Yeah, yeah, they should. <laughs> they but, should. But, but, but they don't, right? <laughs> like, like never. Like, not, not one time the entire time that I've been here have I driven past a parked police car that yeah. has some type of quota that they're trying to yeah. meet. And because of that, they're sitting there, you know, uh, uh, you know, clocking drivers. But again, you know, they're, what, number three right now on, on road casualties? Yeah. But, um, but the, you know, those types of things also are just non, you know, non-existent here. So, um, you know, for me, the, you know, that's what I mean in terms of the lifestyles. Like, there's just not a lot to worry about. Like, yeah. as long as you're not out there causing problems, the likelihood of you getting problems, like you're, you're not going to run into much. Yeah. So um, if you don't so look it's more for it, that. it's probably not going to happen. Right. The city that we're in, you can leave, and I've done this. I, you can put your phone on it. You can go to Starbucks, put yeah. your phone, put your laptop on the table, yep. and you can go do something for an hour and come back and it's still going to be on the table. Yeah. We live in an incredibly safe mm -hmm. city in terms of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's just chill, man. It's really chill. Yeah. Not yeah, all fantastic. cities are equal yeah. in terms of that chill. But where we're at is incredibly yep. chill. And some I, things I, they do do is, you know, they, they do set up like, you know, checkpoints so that they can, you drunk know, driving. yeah, for like junk driving and stuff. They, they do that kind of stuff. But in terms of like, we are trying to, you know, meet quotas and we're yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to make sure that, you know, we're flagging people and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's fantastic.
Yeah. Um, and, and, and again, I'm really big on the personal responsibility side. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't want somebody, oh, you can't do that. You can't go there. You right. can't do this. Don't, don't, just, just like, hey, man, here's, here's, here's life. Right. Good luck. Good luck. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what, yeah, like, yeah, that, that's, great. that's the mindset. And, you know, and so I love that, but at the same time, it creates some danger sometimes. Yeah, it does. That, you know, here's life. Good luck. Yep. Yeah, there's no railings over there. Uh -huh. Careful. Yeah. Creative mindsets need to get a passport. You do. Like, um, yeah. you know, like if, if you haven't been out, especially if you're in America, if you, if you haven't been out of the uh, of the country, you definitely need to get a passport um, just because, you know, like like once you once you get out and you start seeing stuff, it really changes the way that you view what's actually happening. Uh, you know what's happening back there. So, yeah, I, I definitely recommend that you uh, that you do. Yeah. So um, Aperture Movement says, OK, you two convinced me of moving. Um, you two have convinced me to move into Thailand. <laughs> oh, so here's this one too. Um, as a woman traveling alone, Thailand made me feel extremely safe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's not without its problems. Sure. It's not without some level of issue. You humans know, exist here. Humans right. exist here. Right. Uh, a lot of crimes are actually committed by foreigners yeah. too. Um, the, you know, some of the islands have had some issues, but generally speaking, it's yeah. incredibly safe. Yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah. Quacked Up History um, is our next question here. They upload when they have time. They've been on YouTube for less than a year. They do educational and entertaining content. The goal of the channel is to tell stories um, of history using rubber ducks. That's clever. Um, I want to educate in a fun way. And the question is, what is click rate and what number should I aim? Oh. Uh, no, this is all real. Yeah. This is all real. So, um, yeah, we can yeah, touch the Yeah, touch this the is walls. all real. This is all real. So um, what your click-through rate is, is um, YouTube is showing your content to people. So as an example, if you are, um, like, let's imagine that you either open up YouTube on a computer or a TV, um, YouTube's homepage on a computer or a TV um, or in your mobile feed, what's going to happen is you're gonna start, you know, as you start scrolling and as you start looking around, you're gonna see a bunch of, you know, videos there, right? So what that is called is YouTube is showing those videos to people, but that's called an impression. So your click-through rate is how good you are at getting people to click per the amount of people that YouTube is showing your content to. Um, so the goal that you wanna to try to get is, of course, you wanna make your click-through rate, you know, you wanna get as high of a click-through rate as possible for a lot of impressions. Um, what typically happens, not always, but what typically happens is when you publish a video on YouTube, the people that, you know, um, in terms of how the system works, it goes to people that are most likely to engage in the content. So because of that, your metrics are usually higher when your video first gets published because those people are the perfect fit for your type of content. And then from there, things can start falling apart a little bit. So with the more impressions that you get or how, you know, when YouTube's showing your content to a lot more people, it becomes increasingly more difficult to maintain um, a high click-through rate because there's a lot more people seeing it that are not an ideal fit for that content. So because of that, what you have to do is you have to start figuring out like what normal looks like or average looks like for your channel so that you can be like, hey, you know, I'm this far in, you know, it's been on YouTube for this many days. I've got this many impressions. This is drastically underperforming in terms of click-through rate compared to what it is that I average on my channel. Then that lets you know like, hey, maybe I might wanna, you know, change something about how this is packaged up in terms of the thumbnail or title. 
um, when it comes to what it is that you should aim for. Um, on YouTube, the average is between um, uh, two and 10%, but YouTube doesn't give us any impression information about where that two and 10% comes from. So one thing that you're gonna see is a lot of content creators when they're not getting a lot of activity on their videos, they'll be like, hey, what's going on? I have a really high average view duration. Um, my uh, you know click-through rate is like a, you know 10%, whatever. Um, so what's happening there is again, when you don't have a lot of activity, the people that are seeing it and interacting with it are that you know ideal fit. So it keeps everything high. But when you start getting into like hundreds of thousands of impressions or millions of impressions, that's where everything starts becoming a lot more difficult to maintain those higher numbers. But if you can, if you can maintain a higher audience retention and a higher click-through rate, um, as well as you know other engagement metrics, then in that particular case, um, you know, that video is probably going to do you know pretty well. But you know click-through rate can make a huge impact on your video. So um, just as an example, so um, the video that I just published on the AI backgrounds, uh, if you saw that video, you know, let me know here. Um, but basically that particular video, and I've got tons of examples like this of, you know, across, you know, a bunch of different types of channels, but the, that particular video, the click-through rate on it was so high and it maintained such a high click-through rate and the retention was just absolute garbage um, on that particular video compared to what it is that I normally get in terms of the drop off there. Um, but, you know, I had a little bit of skipping around and the, that skipping around does cause um, also can cause, you know, like bigger moments later in the video that can also, you know, kind of help, you know, everything, you know, um, you know, uh, get more impressions on it. But um, uh, but in that particular case, I had a period of time to where the thumbnail was doing like okay, but it wasn't that great. I changed it before we did a live stream. Um, it started picking up steam. Click through rate, you know, went up uh, considerably, and then from there, as I continued to get more impressions and more people continued interacting with it, my click through rate actually went up as I was getting more impressions, and then it ended up, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of stalling out in terms of the click through rate, but the but the 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 impressions continued to rise. And as the impressions continue to rise on it, I still maintain like a good click-through rate for a long period of time, and it's still that way. So, um, so in that particular case, the thing that's that's holding that entire video together um, is the the. I mean, it's an interesting video topically. It's po a popular topic um, in terms of just all the AI stuff. So, I, t I a little bit of trend jacking there, um, so to speak. But um, but you know, the the click-through rate in that particular video um, is carrying a lot of weight um, in that particular uh, scenario. But there's also other things. So, like some some of the people, a decent amount of them, once they get to the end of the video, they're clicking into the playlist that I have there to see some other AI tools and things like that. So, there's a lot of other other variables as well, um, but the click-through rate in that particular scenario, um, it's carrying a lot of weight. And another thing with that as well is it's not just the click-through rate on the thumbnail itself in terms of, you know, was it the thumbnail? There's the thumbnail, but then there's also the auto preview. And in that particular video, the auto preview um, is pretty, you know, is pretty awesome because you see everything like changing around me and all that. So it's just interesting to look at. Um, so, um, so when it comes to your click-through rate, it's just one element, um, but it is an important element because when it comes to your click-through rate, if you can't get some, like you can have the best video in the world, but if you can't get anybody to click on it, then nobody's going to see that video. They're not going to know how awesome it is. But if you can get like a, you know, competitive amount of people clicking on that video and it's an amazing video and like your click-through rate doesn't have to be the best, but if it's like, you know, okay, I'm competing here in terms of being able to get people to, you know, click on this and then you have a great viewer experience for them in terms of you know the viewers being satisfied by the actual video content itself then that's like you know th that's you know uh, uh, uh like that video is probably going to do well right so um so because of that 
just figure out what your averages are um, on your channel, you know, across your content so that you can identify when you're underperforming. And then outside of there, just do the best that you can to, you know, try to, um, you know, build up some type of good expectation for the viewer, use your thumbnail to help them identify what the content might be about and how, you know, so, how, so that they can know if it's something that, you know, matters to them or not. Um, and then from there, you know, focus um, also a lot on the video content. But, you know, one of the things with YouTube is it's not just one thing, right? Because it'd be easy to game if it was just one thing. It's an accumulation of things and you got to nail it on all of those, on all of those things. And sometimes if you don't nail it on one, the other, you know, might carry the weight and so on. Hey, Matt, what's going on, man? Welcome to the stream. Um, let's see here. So next up, um, we've got... We're on number uh, 19 now. This one is from Horton Paranormal. Horton Paranormal um, says um, they have a reaction channel. The goal of the channel is to entertain others and myself. Um, the question is, how would you tag uh, your videos for a paranormal reaction video? Um, I wouldn't focus too hard on the tags. Like, I would definitely add, like, you know, paranormal. Um, I would hop on TubeBuddy, and I would start putting in, like, paranormal into their keyword explorer. Um, you can find out more about TubeBuddy, you know, down in the description, of course, or just go to TubeBuddy.com, whatever. But um, uh, you'd put, you know, paranormal in there, um, put in anything, you know, if it's related to, like, if there's ghosts in there, um, then in that case, you know, maybe you want to put ghosts in there, um, if that's something that you're going to be talking about in the video but basically you just go, you want to say okay this is what the video is about and if i'm going to be adding tags into this box which you should i mean until you know they remove the feature if i'm going to be adding tags into this box then let me just add tags that are relevant to this video that's why if you go ahead and write your title out you use tubebuddy their tag generator will start giving you some suggestions on what you can use there and then you can also use their keyword explorer before you even make the video to start figuring out how it is that you're going to optimize that video um, for people and you know other ways that people might be looking for that type of content. Um, next up, we've got Enlavished uh, in, in, in um, is the next channel. Um, the They've been making videos for a year or more. They do uh, luxury lifestyle pet combo niche. That's cool. Um, the goal of the channel is to generate quality content while making large profits as a business. And the question is, I need a partner who is well known to mentor me and keep me in check. Um, I'm ready to go. Um, bog or go home. Um, I've been successful in my career and I need to generate profits for my son and to overcome my circumstances. Um, I'll give a percentage to a solid accountability partner with good morals and ethics. So when it comes to things like this, um, in terms of like people like partnering, um, you know, for the channel, there are people, you know, that do that sort of thing. But in most capacities, um, like if you are trying to do something like that from like a mentor standpoint, standpoint, there's all kinds of, you know, free help that you can get online through, you know, content like, you know, I'm making right now. Um, other content on my channel, people like Roberto Blake, who um, was in the chat here earlier, I think he might still be here. But you know, he also has a YouTube channel filled with also, you know, helpful YouTube advice. Daniel Batal was in here earlier. He has a channel filled with like video editing advice and also some you know, like YouTube advice in there as well. My brother's got content on his channel if you're doing stuff on a phone. Um, like th there's a lot of, you know, channels, you know, making content like this that can, you know, help you um, better understand things. But in terms of people doing it like for you, um, or alongside you, um, typically, Typically, um, people only offer that as like a paid service. So it's like a prepaid service. So basically, it's like, okay, so um, I'm going to pay for, um, like, as an example, like, uh, you know, like Daryl Eve's channel, um, Jumpstart, or Roberto's Awesome Creator Academy. Um, both of those are where, you know, you can hop on calls with people, you can get feedback on stuff um, to where you can get, you know, some type of support, not just a lot of courses that have just the information itself, but you can also get support, you can get some feedback. Um, there's communities around, you know, 
know, these types of programs um, to where you can, you know, also get feedback from other content creators that are in the programs and things like that. So if that's something that you're looking for, um, I recommend that you check out um, Awesome Creator Academy, that's Roberto's, um, or that you check out uh, Channel Jumpstart, which is um, Daryl Eves. So with Daryl Eves, um, I would do that one um, more so if you are, um, if you're like, hey, you know, I'm doing this seriously. Um, and, you know, I've already got like a good understanding of kind of how things work. I just need to find something to break through. Then in that case, you know, um, uh, that's something that you might want to consider. Um, and then with Roberto's, it's like, hey, um, I'm either new or I'm experienced and I need somebody that can, you know, kind of give me some feedback on stuff. I need somebody that is extremely knowledgeable with this to kind of, you know, look at what it is that I'm doing and maybe point out, you know, things that I might be doing incorrectly and stuff like that. Roberto's still here. Oh, right uh, yeah. Now. And he's okay. Yeah. He's so Roberto's still here. And, um, and it looks like Chantel also dropped um, a link to his um, awesome creator Academy as well. Roberto's omnipresent. Yep. He's, he's everywhere. Al Roberto's yep. always. Yeah. There. It's like a bonus of being a Sith Lord, right? You just right. kind of show up. He's like, right? he's, yeah. like he's like, he's like everywhere. He's right? like the Beetlejuice of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you say his name a couple times, yeah. like boom, there's Roberto, Roberto, Roberto. Roberto. <laughs> I'm here for your views, Chuck. <laughs> I'm here for your views. <laughs> so uh, next up, we got Darker Things. Darker Things, um, they've been on YouTube for less than six months. They do uh, true crime, urgent legends, and dark history content. Um, the goal of the channel says I want to entertain true crime buffs in a new or different way. And the question is, how does one go about getting a YouTube channel evaluation? Same thing. You know, I know Roberto does those. Um, uh, Daniel Batal does those. I know Nate um, over at that Nate Black, formerly of Channel Makers. Um, he offers that service as well. Um, let's see here. Um, who else offers that? I know Daniel does. I don't, I don't think Brian's offering those anymore. Um, but yeah, like out of those, you know, like those will, those will get in the right direction. I think um, Ed over at Film Booth offers um, some of that as well. And I think think media might also offer those but um but yeah there's definitely places um but basically what you want to do is like some of the um the the help channels you got to be careful because there are people that are putting out content um about youtube that are just kind of regurgitating stuff but they yeah. they don't really get it yet um and then there's you know people that do get it so just make sure that you kind of do your homework there um and make sure that you work you know with somebody that you know knows what they're doing like legitimately um like i said you know roberto he's in the chat right now he's one of them um so daniel was here earlier as well he's another one so um, so I would definitely reach out to, you know, one of them if you just want to make sure that you're working with somebody that, you know, is legit. Um, Detours with Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Hope you're doing great, man. Hey, Jeff. Says um, they do cruise a cruise ship vacation channel. The goal of the channel is growing my community in order to make uh, D money. And the question is, um, two questions, um, where's Beanie Draws been? Um, he actually swung by not too long ago, actually. Says he um, used to always be in your live stream and active on Twitter, but I haven't seen him in months. Yeah, he actually, um, he actually swung by... Uh, it wasn't too long ago um, he he uh, he came by and then says um, Daryl keeps teasing the final keynote speaker by any chance um, is it D um, it is not and then he says um, if not um, is he going to be speaking at vid summit um, uh, D is not no but um, yeah. I will um, D has other obligations during that time yeah. so unfortunately yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah I, uh, I'll be there next year yeah I have obligations that are not allowing me to go this year but, um, uh, I'll be there next year for sure. Yeah, but um, says you know can't wait to see um, uh, uh, you uh, Nick and D uh, if he if he shows up to Vid uh, Summit. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you over there. Um, and then D will catch you there um, next year next when year uh, sure. when he goes. Yep. Tube Spanner in the house. What's going on, Danielle? Hope that you're doing yep. fantastic. Says um, did you hear about the new YouTuber who was arrested for assault? Um, it was a bad misunderstanding after he was told he needed to hit a thousand subscribers. Super he needed to hit a thousand subscribers. Got it. Took we, me a second. I was like, we, we I got need it. to change. It's a good one. Good one. The super chat. 
to what? To a oh, for that one? Just, yeah. yeah. Just for when Danielle comes in. Oh, just like you can make a unique one? Just a yeah. unique Danielle, yeah. <laughs> and it, like, so it's the sad trombone, but it has to be like a super sad trombone. Yeah, yeah. With crackles. That, that's it. a good one, though. Yeah, like that's a good a, one, though. Yeah, that's not bad. That, that, that's the, it's one of the okay. better ones that you've had yeah. in, in, in the past month. <laughs> yeah, Roberto says, uh, let's see here. There are quite a few people who take all of our free content and repackage our stuff as courses. Yeah, I'm like Udemy, stuff like that. Yeah, you gotta be you got to be careful out there. Do, so um, we don't know who's keynoting this year? Uh, not yet. He's, I think he's, he's announcing it this week. Is he? Yeah. Who do you think it's going to yeah, be? Well, it's the last keynote because he's got other people in there, and I can't think off the top of my head who they are. Mm. But um, but he's, he's already got some. If you go to vidsummit.com, you'll see him there. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I have no idea who it's going to be. But he's like, yeah, it's, a, it's like everybody's going to freak out when they, uh, when they know. How do you know it's not going to be me? That yeah, might be. You know what? It might be. I, I might know. walk up on stage with, the, with my play button. Yep. Yep. Like, Stolen from your house. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming. Got yep. it. Yep. And then got just it. like walk off. That was it. So, uh, Hobby Genix is and our I next break question. yours in half. They throw it to a tree chipper right? right in front of everybody. Yep. They upload when they have to. I just order another one. I'm not like, you know, like I don't care about that. Like, you know, because like, you got it in the first place. Right. But even if I didn't, you I don't just care about it one. because you got it in the first but place. But I would still, I would just order another one. Because I would be you like, got okay, it well, it's in not the first a big deal. Place. Right. I know. But I would just say, no. I would. I would just no. be like, oh, no, it got lost in the mail or de lost it or whatever. I would just order another one. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. My first No, I would. I know. lost it. Me that I would. I know. No, you wouldn't. I would crafting Nonsense. and um, crafting and hobby says um, uh, the goal of the channel is See to dismiss that. Says oh, my goal, I would just order another one. I would, no, you would. like yeah, you, it's like you would yeah. be in the field. like if you want one, you can just order another one. Like that's but what that's it, I wanted the one. So I wanted the original one that was sent to me by YouTube. If I have to purchase it, if you have to it's purchase it, it's never sent by YouTube. It's sent by the awards company that actually makes them. And that it. same exact company would be the same people that uh, that sent. But, uh, you got to purchase it. <laughs> anyway, my goal is to be uh, the channel people totally are most different. excited to see a notification totally pop up different. from. And the question is: um, in your live stream with Daryl, um, you uh, he said identifying the videos that convert new viewers to returning videos <laughs> is important. How do I identify that? So um, if you look into your um, if you look into your um, analytics and you look at the video level and the channel level, you'll see your new and returning viewers coming in. So what you want to look for is like when you publish your content, you want to look for spikes in the um, in the new viewership, and then you can see that later in the uh, returning viewership. Chat, I need Next. your help. Is it the same if you order the second one? You <laughs> so uh, Corin says, I'm with you, D. It's not the same. Yeah, I mean, Roberto says, just order a copy of your button. He said, order yeah. two. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Like Roberto, do you remember when they sent you your, your the first the first draft of your book? Like you probably like your first book, you probably still have that. It's like a business earning your first dollar and you frame it and you put it on the wall. But it's you it's can earn more money. You earn more dollars. Yeah, but that's the first one. You just uh, make more. Parker Green, um, they upload. They've been uploading for less than a year. The uh, type of channel is food, see, travel for LA and Vegas. Um, the goal of the channel is long term. Uh, create a full time career out of it. Short term to share information I always thought would be useful. And uh, the question is, I have a video with a decent number of views, but not one of my highest. But it has a very high rate of new subscriptions per viewer, um, driving most of the subscriber growth on my channel. Um, why is it not recommended more? How could it be replicated? Um, so if you have a a video 
um, that's doing well in that particular case, people are responding to it. So what you want to make sure that you do is you want to study that particular video, right? So you want to go in, you want to look at how you started the video after you started the video after the first, you know, five seconds, 10 seconds, you want to look at the next five and 10 seconds, study your audience retention report, see if there's any places where people, um, you know, rewatched parts, see if there's anything that people skipped to, um, and note down all of these things and then apply it to the next piece of content that you publish, read the comments on that video, see all the feedback that you got from it, see if there's stuff where people really loved uh, you know certain aspects of it also look down in the comments and see if there's stuff that people you know um, didn't like um, you know about the video or things maybe that you might have missed you know those sorts of things um, and then of course you know you try to replicate something that is similar um, or just something that the people if that video is still thriving something that those people that are coming into that particular video would be very likely to watch next based on their proven interest in that video that they are currently already responding uh, well to so Doug got you on a technicality here what do you say? If I buy a new one, it doesn't come with the letter signed. It doesn't oh, come so with, the with the letter. Yeah, so it's you the authenticity that. of the yeah. letter too, yeah. right? Okay. Signed by the CEO of YouTube. Okay, like that's a big deal. It is. It right? is. It I is. got a letter yeah. from the CEO of YouTube. It is. It is. Uh, so Ned there you Media. Go. Thank you, Doug. Doug's got my back. <laughs> Ned Media says uh, they upload when they have time. Um, they have a news channel. The goal of the channel is to make money. Um, the question is. Uh, uh, what should if YouTube is not for me? Stop. Stop making videos. Yeah. Like if YouTube isn't for you, yeah. then there's no sense in like fighting uphill. If you're like, hey, I'm doing this and I'm just not motivated to do it. I don't like doing it. I don't want to learn the stuff to do it. I don't want to, you know, put in any work to this. Then just don't do it. Like there's, you know, there's no rule that says you have to do uh, that says you have to do YouTube. Um, Shark Scrapper um, is the next uh, yeah. is the next channel. Can I add something to that. Yeah, there's no shame in stopping. Not at all. Uh, doing this. Here's the thing you might be really good at something else yeah. and you're wasting your time on YouTube. Right. You might be the best podcaster the world doesn't know about yet. Right. You might be amazing at the best Lego builder ever. To yeah. Walk the face or, of the or, you know, you're just, you might be a TikTok star waiting to explode. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know. So, you know, if you, if you're just not feeling YouTube for whatever reason, uh, try something else. But what I urge you not to do is don't quit because you've just been at it for maybe a couple months and you're not seeing the growth yeah. that you expect. Right. This is hard. This is. is not easy. There's a lot to learn. We have to wear a lot of hats. Yep. Uh, this takes this takes time. Mm -hmm. This is a slow process. So don't quit because it's moving slowly. Um, Shark Scrapper is the uh, next question. The, uh, he uploads one time per week or more. Um, he's been on YouTube for a year more. Looking forward to, to hanging out with you again at VidSummit, man. Says um, he does uh, edutainment content. The goal of the channel is to promote scrapping, recycling, and to make some money. Um, the question is, I've been live streaming oh. since January with no troubles. Two weeks ago, I started having trouble with my audio. I use StreamYard, and my physical setup is a Sony ZV-E10 with a Rode mic um, connected to a desktop PC in two screens. When I screen share, go to the second screen, my audio starts to break up and crackle. If I go back to my primary screen, it clears up. Any ideas on how to fix this? Man, I don't know. I got some. Okay, so I used to have this with my focus right to where like so, some there would be some things that would just trigger it, and I I could never figure out why. Yeah, so there's some things that'll just trigger it and cause that to happen. So I would recommend turning off all the plugins in your browsers. Oh yeah. yeah. I would make sure you don't have a bunch of tabs open because open tabs can actually pull resources from your machine. I don't like I don't know how powerful your machine is. Oh yeah. Right. We've got a really powerful machine over here, and that's kind of crapping out on us as well. So I'm using my laptop now. Uh, yeah, get, turn off all the turn off all the plugins. Make sure all of your other tabs are closed. Don't have things running in the background. Like really strip it down. You know, open your task manager and shut off anything that's running in the background that you don't need. 
So when you go live, the only thing that's functioning are the, the features that actually need to be running. I would try that first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, also, like, I would just test things. Like, this might yeah. not even matter, but I would also go into, like, uh, your settings for your browser and, and, and just experiment with turning, um, like, your hardware acceleration off and see if that makes a difference at all. Um, and then, you know, turn it back on, obviously, um, if not. But, like, I would experiment with that sort of thing as well and see if, if you can find anything there. I had a similar problem um, with my focus right that I used to use. Uh, with that, basically. Um, the two by uh, two? Uh, yeah. Like sometimes it was it was flawless, and then other times using the same software and everything, yeah. it would just be like crackling all the time, and I'd have to restart. Um, it got to the point to where because it was during the time when I was doing the podcast with Owen. Okay. And like there were some times where I'd have to be like, hey, I'm just going to completely restart everything and come back in, yeah. and then I, when I would restart and I would come back in, which makes me think that your idea of clearing out like the cache and the browsers and stuff like that might be helpful. Right. Um, but when I would come back in, then everything would be like okay. So um so you know in that particular case, while you're streaming, you know you're not necessarily going to be able to restart. Um, but you know maybe restarting before you stream, you know, um, just to kind of clear everything out and freshen everything up before you go for it. As a rule of thumb i try to restart the machine before i stream because that just like you said uh restart your stream restart your stream open the task manager shut down things you don't need um and, and disable plugins in the browser that you're using yeah and roberta said he ordered a second play button and it came with a letter mm. okay nice still not the same but uh thank you roberto that's actually gives nice me, you Love know, it. I, i'll at least consider it now <laughs> Resin Dragon Studios says they upload one time per week or more. Um, they have a maker channel. Awesome. Um, the goal of the channel is to share my experiences and educate with different art forums. The question is, what types of titles are better? Clickbaity titles like, uh, okay, I'm not even going to read the rest of the question. Um, I'm going to tell you right now that the best titles are ones that you'll be able to deliver on the viewer experience with. So, you know, of course, you definitely want to make sure that you are being compelling because, you know, um, like when it comes to titles, you can be just be informative and that's okay. But if you are compelling, and you're trying to think like, okay, what is what does somebody really need with this type of content? Like what would really, you know, make sense for them if this were to show up on their homepage to where it's like, yeah, I, I really want to see this because it's got to, you know, help me solve this problem or it's the, you know, this particular type of entertainment that I'm seeking or something like that. Um, but, you know, try to be um, just don't be misleading because if you're misleading, then what's going to happen is people will click on your videos and then they'll quickly abandon the video, which is a bad sign to YouTube that people are not enjoying the content. So the whole goal is you're trying to get as much watch time per impression as possible on every surface of YouTube. So if they're showing your thumbnail to somebody or your thumbnail and title and they're clicking on it, they're coming in, they're having a good experience with the video, then that's great signs to YouTube that people are enjoying the content and the whole experience and they're not being misled or anything like that. But when you publish content, um, and you're like, hey, I'm just going to make a super clickbaity thumbnail just to get people to click on this video. Then in that particular case, if they end up abandoning the video, then that tells YouTube that something isn't right there. Um, and then that can cause them to not show that video to, you know, as many people. Think media, think media in the house. What is going on, Sean? Hope that you're doing fantastic. Hope that you guys are doing fantastic over there. Sending you love right back all the way up in Seattle. Is there any AI tools um, that you consistently use um, and really love right now? Absolutely. I'm like really going on down yeah, on this stuff. He's been going hard on this. Yes. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. Um, so I love um, Kyber right now. I love Midjourney right now. Um, basically, how I'm using those two together um, is like, for example, um, like if I'm making a thumbnail and I, they're actually publishing it soon, um, you might even have back end access to this as well because um, they sponsor you also. Um, but I made a thumbnail for the StreamYard channel about live streaming and I was like, okay, well, I 
I can take a bunch of pictures or let me try using Midjourney. And I'm like, okay, um, you know, uh, cell phone laying on a desk. Um, then it gives me that shot. And then I'm like, okay, live streaming setup. And I can't remember the exact prompt, but basically I did two more with different types of live streaming setups. And then I made them into like a three panel, you know, thumbnail. And instead of having to go to either take the pictures or go to a stock website and find the photos that I needed, I just hopped into Midjourney and then put everything together there. So that's cool. Um, in addition to that, um, uh, Kyber is cool. I'm in the process of trying to get better at Kyber. Um, with Kyber, it is AI video. Um, same with Runway Gen 2, um, to where you can take um, images either that you already have, um, or you can make something in Midjourney, upload it into there, and then you can essentially create B-roll with it. So um, in my opinion, I think that whole AI video thing is going to be incredible for us in the future for just all content creators when it comes to B-roll. Um, but both of those um, are fantastic. Um, of course, you know, using um, chat GPT, we all know how, you know, helpful that's been. Um, TubeBuddy's uh, title generator is also cool just for kind of giving you some extra ideas before, you know, you you put the video together. Um, TubeSpanner's AI script writing tool um, is cool just for kind of giving a starting point, you know, if you're like just talking about something. Um, let's see here. What else? Um, yeah, I think off the top of my head, I think that's it. But like the thing that I'm really getting into um, personally, just is like, okay, if I'm not working on like YouTube stuff, um, I'm like, okay, hey, let's uh, mess with AI video. I'm, I'm having a field day uh, with AI video stuff. So yeah, so for me, um, I would say it's uh, it's mostly, you know, those things that I uh, that I listed there. But yeah, like the like I'm super impressed. Sometimes it nails it with the uh, like if you take a, an image from oh and Photoshop generative fills also cool. That one's fun. Yeah, it's really incredible. So yeah. I have a, I have a video, um, Sean, on my um, on my channel right now about AI backgrounds and how to basically just recreate your entire environment um, using AI. And that's done with uh, Firefly for the free version. Um, and then if you have Photoshop, the beta version where it has general uh, generative fill, um, then you can, you know, kind of spice up the background. So this is really cool. In that in that video, I didn't give this example, but a utility example for that is like, let's say somebody's making videos and they're on the road and let's say it's like a talking head video. Then in that particular case, let's say they're making a video in a hotel and there's this big ugly door over here. There's some like awkward ha hallway that just makes the scene feel kind of weird. Then they can take that screenshot, drop it into Photoshop generative fill and just tell it to either fill that with a wall or to, you know, make it a window with an ocean view or something like that. And then it'll do it. And then they can just lay that on top their video mask it out and then like that door is not there anymore um for vloggers that are outside doing stuff um it's also really cool for you know those sorts of things as well to where you can actually just create objects that are there that aren't even there you know at all um which is also you know really cool uh as well i use chat gtp on my phone almost every day yeah almost every day uh, not unrelated to youtube yeah just like emails or whatever just, what stuff, yeah. you know you know break explain this to me like a five-year-old right <laughs> right like yeah a, yeah i, I chat gtp on my phone every day uh resin dragon studios is our next question um they do they have a maker channel the goal of the channel is to share my experiences and educate with different um art forms the question is what types of titles are better clickbaity titles like well oh, we did this one already okay next up next number 28 cruising through these we've got uh apocalyptic retrospective all right i'm 
You had me at hello. Had me at apocalyptic, right? Yep. Um, the goal of the channel is Walking Dead, or the type of channel is Walking Dead commentary. The goal of the channel is to build a community. And the question is, are weekly newsletters slash email lists worth building? I want to stand out in the community space, and I don't have a ton of time being a single mom. A blog seems overwhelming, but I have design experience. Thanks a lot. Um, yeah, if, if, if there's a reason for people to sign up to the newsletter, absolutely. People still respond to newsletters. Um, in some cases, they respond at a very high level um, to newsletters. But the, the win when it comes to newsletters and email marketing in general or any off-platform community that you build is that, you know, when it comes to newsletters, is you it gives you the opportunity to actually, you know, own the connection that you have with your audience. So, you know, when you're making YouTube videos and you're publishing content to YouTube, you're kind of at the mercy of their recommendation system, right? And let's say that somebody might still be interested in your content, but let's say that they don't just, they for whatever reason, they've just been watching a bunch of other stuff. And because of that, let's say they've prioritized some other content over yours the last handful of times that YouTube has shown them your stuff. And because of that, YouTube just kind of limits the amount that they're, you know, getting uh, your content and put in front of them. And when you have your newsletter, then in that particular case, one of the wins there is, you know, every time you publish it, you know, it's at least getting into their inbox or at least in their, you know, spam box or promotion box. Like it's getting in, you know, in their stuff, you know, in some particular way without relying on anything external um, in terms of the social media platforms that you're on, um, you know, getting that in front of them. So because of that, you know, it can be, uh, it can be very advantageous to have, you know, that type of thing. And with that too, like um, in addition to owning your audience, there's also additional value there. So like, for example, if you, you know, start doing sponsorships in the future and stuff like that, then you can also add that as part of the packages that you offer where it's like, hey, um, I have my YouTube channel, but I also have, you know, 150,000, you know, subscribers on my email um, that, you know, that I can also, you know, send this out to, to spread awareness about what it is that you're doing um, as well. So it just gives you that opportunity to, you know, to, to be able to leverage, you know, um, additional things for any affiliate stuff that you do for letting people know when you publish videos for sponsor deals, you know, all kinds of, you know, fun ways that you can use it. Next up, we've got uh, snow family racing, snow family racing. Um, they upload one time per week or more. The type of channels, classic American car, how to's and racing them. Oh, that's cool. Um, the, Goal of the channel is to document and preserve how to work on these cars as well um, as have fun with them. And the question is, if we mention a product and have an affiliate link in the description, do we need to hit the paid promotion button? No, you do not. Um, because they are not giving you something in advance in order to make the content. Now, if they send you a wrench, then in that particular case, you need to disclose it. Um, but if you are making something and they haven't, you know, paid you for that, then in that particular case, or paid you or giving you anything, you know, for it, then in that particular case, um, you know, you do not have to uh, check the box to uh, saying that it's a paid promotion. Next up uh, on the list here, we are at uh, 45. Wow. Cruising yeah, on through. fire. Cruising. Oh, I'm sorry. We're on 30. Sorry, sorry. Yep, yep. So uh, built me up and tore yeah, me back know, down. Right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's uh, we're going for the gut here. Yeah. So um, Ari uh, Shakira says that they uh, upload. They've been on YouTube for one year or more. The type of channel is a reaction channel. The goal of the channel is to grow an amazing audience and increase the amount of views that I get for each video. And the question is, I've been on YouTube for a year now. I currently have 484 subscribers, and I want to know how to put my how to get my audience to respond to my community post, um, so I can get feedback and suggestions for things that they would like me to 
to react to. So fly ride, what's going on, man? Hope you're doing hey, awesome. Fly ride. So um, the very first thing um, is, of course, uh, making sure that you are getting some activity on your videos. Yes, your community posts can get in front of people that are not subscribed to your channel. But if you have activity happening on your channel, then you're increasing the likelihood of that. Um, but the next thing is to start posting things that are likely to gain some type of response. That can be a poll. Um, those typically do pretty well on YouTube to where you, it's just a simple, you know, yes or no question that they can answer or like, hey, here's three items, um, you know, which thing, like in your case, you are making let's see here what do they say reactions right so in that particular case say you know hey um you know out of the videos that i'm putting like uh what shows do you love the most, right? You don't even have to say what shows you want me to react to. What show do you love the most? And then list three different shows and then see if anybody, you know, responds that way. But I would start with polls um, because people, you know, typically respond the, uh, the most to those. And then from there, you know, as your community grows, then people will respond to them more. But I would start leveraging the thing that is, you know, that, that usually gets the most engagement, which is, uh, which is polls. Think Media says they've been doing this for 16 years. Yep. Wow. Grinding it out. Grinding it out. Wow. Yep. I'm rolling up on nine, so pretty wow. far behind you, but, you know, we're... That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. 16 years. Yeah. So, listen, I know we've somebody was asking earlier about, like, you know, getting started and editing and mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Go follow Sean's incredible journey yeah. where he started. He's one of the ones that's put it out there, like, hey, this is where I started. This is where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. His journey through this and where he started and that, it's incredible it is you, you go go follow and, and watch sean's journey go watch his first videos mm -hmm. and then and then look where he's at now yeah and that comes with doing the thing over and over right. and over yep. that comes with doing it for 16 years right over and over and over and over and hitting record over and over mm -hmm. and over. Yep, just press and record. Press the heck out of record. <laughs> 16 years worth of content. Right, right. Yeah, he's pressed the heck out of that record. Record, that record, record. record. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you give me a break. Your yeah. record button's filing <laughs> restraining orders against you. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> like, All right, I've had enough. All right, I've had enough. That's enough, Sean. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I'm on already. I'm on. <laughs> I'm recording. I'm recording. Yeah. Fine. But yeah. no, but no, for real though, it, yeah. it's an incredible journey yeah. to see where he started. And I love that. Uh, Marquez Brownlee is another one. You yeah. know, uh, Mr. Beast is another one. You yeah. know, you go in, you sort through their old videos, look at the first ones. It's just like wow. Yeah. But it adds, you know, gives you perspective. Yeah, it does. Right. Like yeah. wow, this is where they started. This is probably where I'm at now. Right. And now look at where they're at now. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Denise Smith Creative is our next question here. Um, they upload one time per week um, uh, or more. They do watercolor knowledge as a type of channel. The goal of the channel is to get monetized. And the question is, I think I need to go live to get more viewers and subscribers, but I need more information on the steps to do this in one video. I can get a few things here, a few things there. It seems that that's the case on a lot of subjects. Uh, where's the all-inclusive step-by-step how to go live on YouTube? Um, should I go live for 10 minutes or 30 minutes? Help. Thank you for your help. I watch every week. Uh, maybe this is there's a video out there and I'm just missing it. Um, I do only watch uh, Nick and StreamYard and Think Media, VidIQ and Daniel Batal, um, but I'm uh, willing to branch out to others if they're giving good advice that I can understand. So um, I would definitely hit, um, if you're already watching all of us and you're not finding what you need, um, you might need to watch a few different videos in order to get you know what it is that you're after. Um, but I would definitely check out uh, Luria over at Live Streaming Pros. Um, yeah. She focuses on live streaming as well, so you might yeah. want to check her out. Um, you might find something there or just hop into YouTube search and go, you know, hey, uh, you know, 
know, uh, how to do, how to set up a live stream step-by-step. Step. Um, and then, you know, th there'll be some results there um, and just start digging into them, see if you can find exactly what it is that you need. But um, but really it's it's it, like, um, in terms of step-by-step, step, it's not that um, complicated if you're using the right stuff, especially when you're first getting started. So if you're using something like OBS, it can be pretty overwhelming at first because the interface is confusing. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to, you know, kind of tinker a little bit in order to kind of figure it out. But when it comes to something like StreamYard, um, it's just easy. So basically it's like, okay, I connect a camera, I connect an audio source, and then I connect where it is that I want to live stream to. And then um, I schedule the live stream, which is similar to filling out uh, the details of your YouTube videos. And then um, I schedule it. And then I just log into StreamYard to just start the whole thing. And I hit the big red go live button and I go live. So they make it really easy to have your um, first streams. Um, if you're interested in that, they do have content. Cause you're already watching StreamYard's content anyway. Um, they do have content over there sharing, you know, like how to use their stuff to um, get your live stream started. So I definitely recommend that you check that out um, as well. Yeah, in terms of how long you stream, how long are you comfortable streaming? What's the turnout going to be? One of the things- And what are you are, offering too? What are you offering? Yeah, yeah like I don't know what, what you're actually going to talk about, but if you're not used to going live, you know what, write something down or put, make notes on your iPad or your phone and just say, okay, I'm going to talk about these five things and give yourself some bullet points. That way, if when you go live, your brain kind of turns off, mm -hmm. right? You have those brain fart moments yep. is, is that will happen when you go live. You have something that'll keep you on track and just go live and treat it like a video. Yep. Go live, start with some sort of a hook to let everybody know what you're talking about. That's for the replay. Yeah, that's for the replay. And just start talking about those things that you have uh, in bullet point format. And if people show up and start interacting with you, that's cool. If not, treat it like a video, right? Right, and end it. Um, don't overthink it. Just get out there and do it. I'm, I made the mistake of waiting. I think I waited until I had like 10,000 subscribers to, to stream by myself. I was already mm -hmm. streaming with you at the yeah. time on my channel. But yeah, you get started streaming because there's a lot to learn. You've got to learn the gear. You have to learn how to keep the conversation moving. Things are going to happen. You're going to have technical difficulties. So yeah, just start streaming. You'll figure it out. Yep. Don't make it longer than it has to be. You can go live for 15 minutes. That's fine. Yep. Go live for 10 minutes if you want. Yep. That's fine. Whatever works. You'll figure it out. So um, let's hear Paul's Art World is the uh, next channel. <clears throat> They've been on YouTube for a year or more. The type of channel is about my art, um, my life as a gay man, and LGBTQ questions. And says, I love video editing, um, and I hope to make a nice and interesting um, gay channel, especially for the uh, what older gays. Um, and the question is, um, is the rumor true that um, gay, the word gay, um, are not very welcome on YouTube? What do you think of that? Um, here's what I think of that. I think that um, it's probably likely that you're probably going to get some hateful people um, that will come in and kind of interact with it and, and try to, you know, kind of troll you and whatnot. So because of that, um, I would make sure like YouTube has a feature called the blocked words list. Um, I would make sure that you take advantage of that feature in order to find it. Um, you just go down. Um, if you are on a computer down on the bottom left hand side of your screen, you're going to see like a little gear um, looking icon for it's a settings icon. Click into that, um, and then a, a dialog box is going to come up. On that dialog box, you're going to look for an option that says community. When you click on that, um, then when you scroll down the page at the very bottom or almost to the bottom, you're going to see an empty box that says blocked words. There, you can put in anything that you anticipate people are probably going to see, probably stuff that, you, that you've already dealt with online. Take all of those things and put them into that box, um, and then what's going to happen is when somebody does say those types of things in your live streams or in your comment section of your videos, then YouTube is going to automatically capture those and put them into a held for review section on your channel that if you don't want to, you don't even have to go look at that stuff ever. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So you're, you have that. 
And then in terms of like the channel name, to my understanding, um, I don't think that it makes any difference um, if that's in your channel name or not. Same exact thing with your title. Um, in fact, um, I mean, if I just, you know, call it what it is, I would think that YouTube would probably be cautious about putting any type of limitations on a channel that included those things yeah, I would agree. just based on the possible blowback that could happen um, if they did. So yeah. um, so because of that, in terms of the channel names and stuff, I, I think that you're OK. You might want to just to be on the safe side, maybe um, just send an at. Um, if you're on Twitter, you know, send an at to team YouTube um, on Twitter and just kind of confirm that. But um, but I really don't think you're going to have any issues with the channel name. I think the issues that you're going to have are going to be more likely based um, on like trolls and just, you know, negative, hateful people coming in and interacting with what it is that you're doing. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So next up on the uh, list, um, we have Coach Sherry. Yeah, I, the blowback from that would be enormous. Yeah, if something were to come out, if it, it was detected that, yeah, like, hey, hey we found out that YouTube yeah, was suppressing yeah. this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it would the be blowback massive. would be yeah, 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 enormous. Yeah, I don't know if they'd recover from that. Yeah, that'd be a doozy. <laughs> that'd be a doozy. Yeah, yeah. but um, Coach Sherry is the um, next question. She does daily content. Um, she's been on YouTube for a year or more. Um, it's a lifestyle and professional development channel. Um, the goal of the channel is legacy and business. And the question is, is it better to create lives as a podcast or just keep it as a live? Um, so if you want people to be able to access it in uh, YouTube music, then in that case, make it as a podcast. Um, if you're going to live stream and it's a long live stream um, where it would be something that people don't have to visually participate in to where it's something they could listen to in the background or they could listen to while they're out, you know, taking their morning run or something like that. Then in that particular case, um, definitely do it as a podcast, because if you do it as a podcast, Podcast, um, then in that particular case, it just opened you up for more discoverability um, on the platform. So I would definitely do it as a podcast if it's something that you can listen to in the background. But let's say it's a podcast where you are, you know, like, let's say you're like, like, okay, hey, we're going to take this watch apart. And, uh, you know, I'm going to show everybody here how to take this watch apart, we're going to get into the details of it and blah, 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 blah. Then in that particular case, if it was a more, you know, a stream that's more visual in nature, then you might want to reserve that because, uh, you know, they would need to visually, you know, watch it as well, which they can do in YouTube music. But the 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 thing that I would just kind of cater to there is people that are more listening to uh, to what it is that they're having. So Fretboard Diaries says their blocked words list on YouTube is filled with politicians' names from both sides. No, no need for politics on a music channel. Nope. Yeah, totally. I, I've, I've added all sorts of things like that. Yeah. You know, all sorts of... I block those ads, too. So just as a heads up, since you're adding those to your blocked words list, um, you can also block those in the ads that are being served on your content. So um, I also block that stuff, too, because I'm just not a fan of any of it. So I, I block, you know, those, yeah. those types of things. Yeah, I look, I, I'm, I'm all for people having conversations. Yeah. But some people love to steer it in certain directions. Right, right. Like you can watch it. Like how to use a YouTube thumbnail, or, or how to use how to how to make a YouTube thumbnail on your phone, and it gets steered into politics. Right. You're just like, man, come on. Right. I mean, <laughs> so people. So because of that, yeah, I, I try to block a lot of that. So think me to ask a great question here. It says, what's your honest opinion of faceless channels? Big opportunity challenges underrated or overrated i think they're underrated and i think they're underrated if because they're done well yeah if they're done if they're well done yeah. well i think they're underrated yeah. um i think they're i think they're underrated because um you know the, like there's a lot of content creator or potential content creators that would love to do youtube but they have the gigantic hurdle of yeah. like what are people going to think about me and all the judgment that comes from that um so because of that i think it, it gives people an opportunity to make content that might have not made content so because of yeah. that i think it's great um in addition to that when it comes to faceless channels 
models, the thing that you have to connect to is the voice. So because of that, it does remove some judgment from, you know, the content creator. So for example, like, let's say that, um, you know, there's somebody in here earlier that asked the question about uh, their age and, you know, how that, you know, would apply to YouTube. And when it comes to a facelick, faceless YouTube channel, a facelick channel, a facelick channel. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to a faceless channel, faceless channel, YouTube, can I be monetized? It's just all puppies. Just yeah. licking faces. Yeah, it's just all puppies. All you puppies just lay on the floor and just oh have my your face licked by puppies. That's yeah. just the most adorable thing, right? That would be, yeah, that just would be adorable. Puppy licker. Yeah. Right? There's my, but, there's uh, my channel name, at puppy licker. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, I, I think the challenge with that would be like, uh, you know, having like a fresh batch of puppies that would be coming in, you know, like, because they would age, right? Yeah. So having, you know, where it's like, oh, you're too old now. We got to get new puppies. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could like up the ante too and just like have street dogs <laughs> try to lick you. Right. Like, will they lick you or bite you? Right. I don't know. But yeah, when it comes to faceless channels, though, um, I think it's a you know good opportunity there. But I think um, you know it also removes some of that judgment um, in terms of you know people. They, everybody has biases, right? So like when you watch mm. something, it's like I don't know what it is about this person. There's just something you know. There's, yeah, there's yeah, that yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, so it just removes some of that. So I think you know there is um, an opportunity there. And you know some faceless YouTube channels just crush it. And when it comes to faceless, you have like okay, are we doing faceless where um, it's just like an AI voice and then you know graphics, or is it um, to where you know they're doing like some type of animation and then you know they're able to express themselves through the voice side of it you know those types of things but i think i, I think faceless channels are fine um as long as you know they are providing Here, you know the golden rule providing some type of value to people that can help people in some way i'm not a fan of low effort faceless channels yeah, yeah. there are a lot of low effort channels that just stick up like a single image or yeah. something like that just really low effort yeah and you can tell that it's low effort yeah i i think a faceless channel that's done well and it's put together and it's, you know, it catches, it holds my attention. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Underrated. I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I would even go as far to say, if you've got a faceless channel, you're probably putting in more work editing wise. Unless you're hiring it out. Yeah. Unless you're hiring it out. Yeah. Right. But somebody's going to do more. A, a really good looking faceless channel is probably going to have more editing involved than our, than our types than talking head. I would yeah. bet. Yeah. Because everything has to be moving at all times. Right. Versus just you know us communicating in front of the camera right and throwing some b-roll on top yeah so yeah like, work, I, I think. like i've worked with faceless channels before yeah. and with um with them like retention you know all that stuff like you know people respond to them similar to regular videos so you know people still have to do all the stuff so to speak um but when it comes to you know it, it being like an opportunity that sort of thing absolutely um but i think you know um on the challenge side like d was saying you know if somebody's going to do it themselves then you know they have you know all that extra work because if you can, can get on camera then it kind of lowers the amount of extra stuff you that know, you have to do you still got to do the extra i mean you don't have to but you can still do the extra stuff, but it lowers that to where it's like, well, I don't have like a real way to kind of explain this. So I'll just go on camera and just explain that part and then get back into it or whatever. But for the people that don't have that option, if they're going, you know, faceless, then, you know, it does add that unless they're hiring it out. So there, I've considered, you know, starting, um, you know, some faceless channels. I just have, I'm just not, I'm just not there yet in terms of uh, other stuff that I have to get out of the way. There are some other faceless channels to consider. Like I've watched moto vlogging channels. Totally, like it, POV channels. POV yeah, channels. Yeah, totally. I have no idea what the person looks like, but maybe yep. they just walk around the city mm -hmm. or, or, or just moto vlogging yep. or something. I have There's no idea what they look walking like. Channels walking channels too. Where they're they're walking the same around. Exact yeah. Thing. yeah, they're walking through the you know forests, so they're mm -hmm. going on paths, like hiking, hiking. I have no idea what they look like. Right. So there's that version, and that, but right. that's not low effort to me. Right. Like there's something cool with that, especially when it's got good audio. Mm -hmm. If they're walking, you can hear the crunching and the yeah, feet. Totally. You know? Yeah, totally. So I, I think there's, there's – Yeah, it comes in a lot of forms. Yeah, yeah. it comes in a lot of forms, yeah. yeah. Underrated, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
And no, uh, I would not be licking the puppies. The puppies would be licking me. Uh, licking my face. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, that's a good boy. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's good, a good, good boy. boy. Good boy. Yeah. Yeah, that would probably do, like on TikTok or something, that probably do as well as the NPCs. Can you believe this? Do, do, you, do, you, do you see what's happening there with the NPCs? Lay it on me. Oh, my gosh. So, so on, on TikTok. Yeah. So basically what people are doing is they are um, NPC for anybody, you know, just for clarity here, that means like non-player character. And what people are doing is they're like recreating like, you know, characters out of games and things like that. Oh, so or, talking about the live streaming? Yeah. Yeah, I have like, oh, seen ha, ha, it. Thank you for the thank yeah. you for the oh, rose. Oh, oh, oh. Thank but there's you. also thank you. there's also dudes that are in like full military gear doing the same exact thing, like it's some like Call of Duty thing or something like that. Like there's all kinds of crazy stuff. I, and uh, one of the, some of these people are yeah. making like you know thousands of dollars per day. I was going to say the one I saw just going like, oh, ha, ha, thanks for the rose. Ha, 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 ha. It's like, oh my god. They're pretending to be yeah, characters, yeah. animated characters. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, they're pretending to be that. I, I saw one uh, streamer. It was a female. She was making like four grand, four thousand dollars per stream. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and she's just. Like, I mean, good for her. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's just in my brain. In my brain, it I just went don't understand to, it. In my brain, I've I, I thought I've made a terrible mistake. Right, right. Like I've done everything wrong in right. my life. If that if people are going on and pretending to be game characters, right, on live streams, yeah. and they're making four thousand dollars, right, in a stream, right. I've done yeah, everything it's, wrong. It's interesting, right? Everything, yeah. Every choice I've ever made that's led up to here has been wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh yeah it's it's absolutely uh, absolutely crazy. I think it's cool though. L listen, listen, man. If you can figure out, yeah, things are evolving that way. Yeah, for I the, have for the OG because somebody did it first. Yeah, like for that person, high five to them for being like, okay, this is going to be absolutely nuts, but I'm going to just try it anyway right. and just see what people do. Right. And here's a conversation with a friend or or a significant other, or whatever. Yeah. All right, here's what I'm going to do. Right. I'm going to go live on TikTok. Right. Hear me out. Don't say anything yet. Yeah. I'm going to go live on TikTok and pretend to be an NPC yep. and just kind of be animated and just be repetitive like I'm in a loop almost yep. and people are going to give me money. Yep. I'm going to make thousands of dollars right. in a single stream. Right. And they'll be like, yeah, okay, good luck with that. Right. Now, now think of that same person on an airplane, right? So like right now, right? You have that conversation. Hey, what do you do? Uh, you know, I make content for YouTube. I do this, that, and the other thing. Right. And they're like, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, how do you, how do you, you know, how do you make yeah. money, blah, blah, blah. But like in that one, it's like, oh, I'm a non-player character on, uh, on TikTok. Yeah. What does that mean? I pretend to be yeah, an NPC yeah. game character yeah. on TikTok. But high five, though. Like, and I no make hate. more money than everybody on this plane combined. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made more. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, high five to them, though, for, you know, doing something, you know, out of the ordinary that and coming up with something for the OGs, coming up with something that people responded to in that way, right? Like, like high five. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not knocking it. But, I think it, but it's weird, though. I think it's, like, weird, it's weird. Yeah. I think it's amazing, though. Yeah. Like if you and, can... and by weird, I mean I don't get it. Like, for the for the viewers. Oh. Like, uh, like I've clicked, I mean, I'll, I won't lie, I've clicked into them, but, like, I would never donate to something like that, yeah. right? It's like, okay, so if I give this person a whatever this thing is, and oh, I pay for it, thank you. then they do Thanks that. for the strawberry. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like... Like, what? Yeah, it's it's uh it's yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, I can only imagine. So whenever I fly back, this is one of my fun things that I like to do with US immigration. Uh for whatever reason, whenever I we fly home to the USA, customs and immigration, you go through immigration, you would think they would just be like, Welcome home and just give you your passport. Mm -hmm. Twenty questions. Yeah. You 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 know, because we live outside of the country. Yeah. What do you what are you doing over there? What are you doing over there? Why have you been there for so long? Yeah. You don't love America? Yeah, you don't you don't love yeah, the United States. It's funny. How come you haven't been back here in nine months? Right. Who do you live with over in Thailand? Right. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's so ridiculous it's, that it's funny. It's so re yeah, it, yeah, it's basically like papers. Where are you going though? Yeah. 
No. So no. my yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, there. Where are you going? Who are you going to see? Literally, it's they. You get nine out of ten times when I try to go into the U.S., I get treated as if I'm trying to sneak in illegally. Right. <laughs> it's right. like it's like I'm trying to sneak in and I get caught. Right. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They just have a thing like if you're out for so long and you try to come back. It's really difficult. Anyway, so one of my guilty pleasures is they say, so what do you do for a living? And I just, I like to just tell them different things. So that would be a funny one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was where I was going with that. The whole nice. thing is, so what do you do for a living? Yeah, I'm an NPC on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, you're what? not going to, yeah, you're not going to understand yeah. this, but I'm an NPC player on TikTok. Yeah. And then we go, what is that? And then yeah. I'd be able to like do it. Yeah. I'd be able to do it for him. Yeah. And, and then just hold yeah, up the yeah, whole. Yeah, I made like $7 million last year. Yeah. Uh, just going, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, really quick, uh, legal minded friends, uh, Karen Cole says, I'm, I'm so nervous live. So th that's normal. Like, um, you know, uh, uh, like don't like, I can't say like, don't worry about it. Right. But like, um, you know, just understand like when you're live, like, um, some of the things that you are concerned about while you're live are things that, you know, like we've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of live streams and, um, uh, it's still, to where you know we'll have tech problems we'll say the wrong thing sometimes like yeah, you know yeah. i'll be i'll be you know kind of delivering some information and i'll just completely lose my train of thought um sometimes you know your energy you know might you know might not be where you want it to be like you know all of these things happen but the the, the wonderful thing about live streaming is that because it's such a different experience than video the expectation is different because people understand that you're live. So because of that, when those types of things happen, people just kind of, they just kind of roll with it. It's not even, you know, a big deal. Nobody takes it to where it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person forgot what they were, you know, uh, talking about or whatever, because everybody's human that's watching, hopefully. Everybody's uh, human and everybody understands those types of things. So, you know, don't let it get to you too much. I know it's easier to say, right? But don't let it get to you too much and just understand that, you know, any of the stuff that goes along with streaming um, in terms of like, you know, know tech problems and forgetting stuff and things like that like it happens to you know it happens to everybody yeah it, yeah you have to there has to be an element where you just of of just letting go like you have to be like okay i'm gonna go live whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen i'm gonna do my best to hold it all together yeah. but things are going to happen yeah things are gonna happen that will be out of my control i'm gonna say the wrong thing i'm gonna give someone the wrong advice i'm gonna right. i'm gonna mix things up yep. and accidentally say the wrong thing mm -hmm. Um, I might not have an answer to something. If somebody mm -hmm. asked me a question, I might trip over That's my fine. words. Yeah. I might, yeah, there, there's a million yeah. things that can go. You just have to be okay with it. Yep. Like, and you know also what? get comfortable saying like, like if you are, cause you're doing legal minded stuff or you're doing legal stuff, it looks like just based on your channel name. So, you know, another thing too, is like, don't feel like you have to know everything. Like if yeah. you don't, if you don't know, just say you don't know. Yeah. Um, because you know, like, uh, you know, when people are coming in there, like they're going to appreciate the things that you do know, but if you don't know something, they're going to appreciate it just as much if you tell them that you don't know. Right. Yeah. So, um, so because of that, like, don't even worry about that. But she says that, uh, she hundred percent cannot manage the technical part. Um, that's where, you know, tools like StreamYard come into play because it's just easy, you know, to use. Um, but when it comes to like, you know, the computer and the connection to your microphone and cameras and stuff like that, just, you know, keep working with it and you'll get more, you know, you'll get more used to it. Um, but it can be, you know, intimidating because there is, you know, a lot, you know, or there can be a lot of moving, uh, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Just get comfortable with it. Get comfortable with making mistakes. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's going to happen. Absolutely. And that's okay. And that's part of the thing that makes live streaming so cool. Because yeah. the fact that we are human, the fact that we joke and have fun and, you know, we make, I mean, that's what makes it a live stream. Right. Right. And plus, you have that interaction with your community. If you didn't have all of those things, it's just like a video. Right. It, it's a video. It's imperfect. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That That's it. it it shows a side of you that's like that. That's it's the unedited human side of you, right? 
and people really resonate with that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's great for community building. Yeah, because yeah. because there's like when you edit videos, I, I'm not saying you, but like when people edit videos, like it's typical for people to cut out their ums and ahs and like little imperfections, yeah, yeah. and in some cases re-record a part of the video because you might be able to say it in a more concise way or whatever the thing is. So like the 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 product, the end product that you give when you have a video published, um, you know, it's a, a lot more like polished, and there can be parts of you that kind of get stripped out of it through that polishing. But with live streaming, like people just you know they get it. Right. So, um, so yeah, just, just, uh, embrace, if you're doing it, like embrace it, you know, keep practicing and you'll, you'll get more comfortable, uh, over time. So resin dragon studios, uh, cause we were talking about the NPC people on TikTok. They said, but there's no longevity in trends. It can think be a about, springboard though. I was just going to say, think about it differently. Number one, early bird gets the worm, right? Right. If you're part of that early, if, if you're an early adopter on you, those you trends, you might not need longevity. You might not need longevity. Number right. two, it's a springboard. How many people get caught up in trends and then actually do have a long career because they're continually able to pivot. Right. Okay, trend is over. Now Let's able, do a new one. I can yep. pivot into something else. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, hey, you want to give away a Bid Summit ticket? Oh, my goodness, I forgot about that. Yeah, yes, I do. do. Give me one second. I'm going to pull that up. We're going to use the StreamYard giveaway I've got tool. it up already. Well, I'll share it on mine. Okay. Give me one second. You're going to type in. Um... All right, I'm going to share this up on the screen. So type this word into the chat. Let's see, share tab audio, turn this off. Here we go. Type the word vid summit. Okay, wait. Oh, that was, that's, okay. Yeah, that, that's fine. Uh, please only type that word. <laughs> please only type that word if you can make it to Dallas, Texas, um, October 3rd through the 5th. If you cannot go, then please don't type that word because you might take away the opportunity from somebody that can go. Um, so please don't type that word if you cannot make it to Dallas, Texas, October uh, 3rd through uh, the 5th. Right. Only if you can go. Yeah. Changes down. Only if you can go. Look at that. We're, it's, it's a weird crop that way. Only if you can go. Look how small we look on there. Instead of having like the individual shots like that. There yeah, you go. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Can't yeah. So we're it. up to 32 entries right now. So we'll let a few more come in and, and then we'll uh, and then we'll draw it. Okay. Whoopsie. Where are we going? There we so go. So just in case you're not familiar, um, just, you know, if you're just joining the stream or something, or if you haven't, you know, ran across this information before, um, VidSummit is a, is a conference for content creators um, where, uh, you know, uh, content creators go there to help other content creators, right? So you have some of the biggest creators on the platform go there and they give presentations. They also talk to people in the hallways and all of that. Um, a lot of the events around this kind of stuff, they actually kind of rope off, you know, the popular creators. Um, with VidSummit, it's not like that. Um, instead, Everybody just kind of mingles, you know, with everybody else in the crowd and all of that, um, which makes it a really, uh, you know, awesome, uh, an awesome experience for, you know, for content creators. So um, because of that, make sure that you uh, make sure that you <laughs> make sure that uh, you check it out. Even if you don't win, um, you can get more information at uh, vidsummit.com um, about what it is. Um, but it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, I know. Um, the situation that we're going through right now. So there's a YouTube channel and you can actually, you can actually look up her channel right now. Um, her name is Natalie and her YouTube channel is called designed to the nines. Um, oh, yeah. it was a few years ago. Um, she was in the same exact scenario. She was watching this show uh, with me and D and, uh, the same exact thing was happening where Daryl, you know, gave us uh, permission to, you know, give away some tickets and, um, she won. 
Um, at that point in time, she was struggling with her YouTube channel. She's trying to figure things out, so on and so forth. She goes to Vid Summit. She learns a ton. She networks with other content creators, and this is where the you know, like the massive value is. Net networked with other content creators and actually shared her experience and got direct advice about you know some things that she should consider. She goes back home, starts applying all of this stuff. Time passes. Um, uh, next Vid Summit comes around, and her channel is completely different. She's crossed a hundred thousand subscribers on her channel. She's getting sponsor deals. Now she's at a point, um, I believe, where she's actually either working with, in the process of, or maybe she already has, of even putting products out, like physical products as well. Um, but you know, this this particular experience can be uh, life changing. Uh, you know, depending on the creator, of course, but it can be you know life changing uh, for some people. So because of that, that's why I was saying before about like you know, make sure that you if you can't get to Dallas, Texas, October third through the fifth, that you don't put that in there, um, so that you know it doesn't take away from you know that opportunity from somebody that it. Could could, you know, literally change, you know, the, the, the direction of their life. So, um, so with all that, you know, out of the way, again, you can find out more information about that at vidsummit.com. So what are we up to? 56. Okay. Pull it. 57. Yep. Pull it. I don't know. I think, I think we can get this to 60. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll we, we'll we, we, we got 59. 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 We got Who's got 60? We're going to go to 60. We're going to go to 60. We got 60. All right. That was my best. Yeah, uh, I was just option. picking one. I was picking like a, I was like waiting for you to call me. All right. Call me. Call me. That's a, that's a pretty muscly throwing arm you got. You going to spin that puppy? I am. I am. Gonna, well, people are still, people are still uh, right, typing it. it in. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're going to let it get 65. Yep. We got four more and then we're going to spin it. <laughs> Here we go. Funny if D wins. That's right. If if I win, I'm gonna give it away. Which would be the same as if you just didn't put your vid summit in the chat. <laughs> no, but no, but then I get to choose who it goes oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. And true, it's true. gonna be whoever wants to give me eight hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> That's a two <laughs> Hey, you know what? I'm, put, I'm putting it in here too. Why not? Right? Yeah, I'm right, going already, but you know, I'll put it in there too. Why not? Okay. Wow, sixty three. We might not be able to spin it. Yeah. Yeah, if if, if I happen to win it, then I'll, I'll give it to a channel member. Oh, there you go. Me too. Up 65. Here. Ready right, to go? Here we go. All right. Here we go. Drum spin roll. It. So last Saturday, Daniel and I were streaming on the StreamYard channel. I got one better. Is this you. like an intro before you hit it? Or like, no, what's no, no, the... no. no. I, yeah, I got, I, I, oh, okay. I got to okay. tell you here. So yeah, last, and we're getting cut off. So last Saturday, uh, the audio wasn't working. He's the one who did the drum roll. Okay. And it wasn't working. So we decided to tap on the microphones uh. and it sounds like a helicopter uh. so if you tap on the microphone we're gonna it fires up the chopper that's how we're doing it fire okay. up the chopper the chopper the chop okay here we go 69 here we go let's go spinning it's spinning here we go here we go who's the winner who's the winner who's going to vid summit goes. who's going to vid summit 2023 we've got poodle professor Woo. You are the winner. So here's the thing, Poodle, Profe Poodle, Poodle Professor. Poodle Professor, you're going to summit. Yep. Here's what you have to do. Um, so make sure that you follow me on Twitter, um, and then DM me on Twitter. If you cannot send me a DM for whatever reason, just at me, and then I'll follow you and send you a DM. So just at me um, on Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter account, just make it just for this, um, and then you know uh, at me. 
Um, but first, try to send me a DM. But if you can't, then um, at me, and then I'll follow you and send you um, a DM. And um, what I'm going to need from you is just your name and your email address, and then I'm going to pass that on to Daryl's team, um, and then they'll follow up with you know all the ticket information and 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 all of that. So where, congratulations uh, to you for that. Where is looking Poodle forward Professor? to seeing you at Vid Summit? Where is Poodle Professor? Yeah, I'm looking for them uh, right here. Oh, here they are. They say I'm so excited. Uh, thank you. Yeah, looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing you there. And um, you're you're gonna learn a ton. So you know, make sure you bring your you know bring some notes. I mean, you, you have your notepad, you know, phone on your on your or app on your phone. But uh, you know, make sure that you bring um, all of that and uh, that you come you know prepared to learn because uh, there's a lot of information, a lot of amazing creators there that you know that you're going to be talking to that you know can share a lot of great information. Um, so you know just be ready uh, for all of that and congratulations again. All right, so let's answer some more questions and we'll do another giveaway here yep. in just uh, in just a little bit. Yep. So um, next up on our list here, we got Food Fun Diary. Um, oh, okay, we did that one already, I think. Let me confirm. There's a viewership of silence. I mean, increasing viewership of subscribers and not subscribers. Okay, no, we didn't do this one. Okay, so um, Food Fun Diary, um, they've been on YouTube for less than a year. Um, the ch type of channels to explore food destinations. And the goal of the channel is to share a food destination and working towards an engaged community and getting monetized. And the question is, if um, over the last 28 days, the numbers for returning views has increased, does that mean that the increase in viewership comes from subscribers or from non-subscribers who return to view uh, current and new content or both? So um, if you got a increase in returning viewers, that means that people are coming back and watching your videos again. They don't necessarily have to be subscribers, um, but that means that people are coming back to your YouTube channel and watching more videos, or after they watch one video, they are going and watching more videos on the YouTube channel um, as well. Is Brian G. Johnson in the house? Brian G? Somebody just said, uh, they just said something about Brian G. Oh, I think he uh, might Nikki, be. Nikki said Brian G would love you because it was a poodle channel. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so um, so that's basically just people, you know, coming back um, and watching more videos, um, or just continuing to watch more videos in, in those sessions and whatnot. Um, let's see here. Next up on our list, we got Camp Brood. Thanks, Camp Mooney. Brood um, has been uploading for a year or more. The type of channel is to learn new skills and help others. And the question is, I'm looking to get more efficient growing public watch hours. Everything being equal, would I be better posting shorts, community posts, and long form, or should I reduce the shorts and community um, to create more long form? Said another way, is YouTube favoring that diverse channel um, as it's wanting to create a one place for everything platform? YouTube is and always is favoring content that gives their users a good experience on the platform. That's what YouTube favors. So it doesn't matter if that's happening with shorts. It doesn't matter if it's happening with live streams. It doesn't matter if it's happening with video content or a combination of all of those. Um, it's more about like, are you putting out content wherever it is that you're putting it that people are enjoying? Um, that's the thing that matters to YouTube. It's not like, hey, this channel is doing like all of these things. Therefore, YouTube is going to show their content to more people. It's not that. Um, how that whole thing works is people that are doing all this stuff, they're leveraging every aspect of opportunity that YouTube is giving them. So what that means is if you're publishing video content, you're giving yourself the opportunity for the viewer that wants to watch that long form video content and get something out of that. If you are posting community posts, those are great just for kind of bringing people back into the channel, just having interaction. 
your YouTube shorts are great for getting in front of viewers that might not have ever seen your long form content um, or just new people that may have at one time seen it or whatever, but it's basically great for getting in front of, you know, new people. Um, when it comes to live streams, those also, you know, there's people that love watching and hanging out in live streams. So that gives you the opportunity to make that type of content for that type of viewer. Um, and live streams, just like this one, you know, they also get recommended around YouTube and all that as well. So because of that, people that are using all of the things they're just giving they're they're, they're taking full advantage of the opportunity um, that that YouTube provides um, in terms of you know discovery getting in front of more people um, all of that stuff but as long as you're making quality content in terms of quality is defined by how people respond to it not necessarily camera optics so as long as you're making content that people respond to in a positive way however it is that you're doing it um, is fine and if you want to apply it to another format that you're not currently using then by all means give it a shot because that's a whole other opportunity and a whole other audience that you can grow that's into that type of thing um so uh so definitely keep that in mind when it comes to uh you know going cross platform or not cross platform but cross format Hey, you want to do another bid summit ticket? Yep, let's do it right now. I got to step away really quick. Um, and if you want to hold down the fort, and then um, I'll be back in like uh, 30 seconds. Hold on one second. I got to swap it on. All right, so the word to type in right now, well, the words. Don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. Well, I won't spin it yet. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to have them type it in. The word to type in right now is vid summit 2023, just the way you see it on the screen. Vid summit 2023. So go ahead and type that in, and I will be taking questions from the chat if anybody has questions in between, in between typing that in. And no hashtag. So somebody drop a hashtag with that. WeedGamer420 says, I wish I can meet Nick in person. Yeah. He will be at Vid Summit. Yeah, and again, only type this in if you can go to Dallas, Texas, and you can actually go to Vid Summit. This is the ticket itself. It's worth around $1,000. This is not for your hotel. This is not for the transportation there. This is for the ticket to the event itself. So go ahead and type that in. Let's see if I can capture something here. Uh, Vid Summit 2023. You got it. No hashtag. Yeah, Nick will be at Vid Summit. Nick is speaking at Vid Summit this year. That's right. I'm fashion with networking people that are okay to, <clears throat> let's see, going through Vid Summit. You got it. If I want a ticket to go this year, I'm getting drunk as a skunk. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, Roger Wakefield says, uh, come to Dallas, Texas. Yeah. After yep. party at Roger's house. Yep. Roger is from Texas. Yeah, all sorts of fun uh, over at Roger's house. Yeah, hotels are filling up fast. I saw, I think, was it Daryl that posted it, or maybe it was the Vid Summit Instagram account. They opened up some more rooms, mm. I think, because the hotels were selling out fast. Yeah. There are a couple of hotels. Yeah, I'm really interested to see uh, uh, what it's like this year. Yeah. Chantel says, I'd love to be there, but Australia is very far. Yep, mm -hmm. I feel your pain. I absolutely feel your pain. So is the is the is the is the the, the distance? Uh, it's far, man. That's a it is. that's a big trip. It's far trip. from here too. Yeah, that's a really big trip. Okay, how okay. how many we got in there, D? Um, they're still pouring them in. Fifty-five. Okay. So this is a question. Uh, Nine Pigs Media says, "How many channels can I have before it becomes a dumb thing to do?" I now have three channels. Well, it, it depends. Like. Um, 
uh, if you can manage them and you have other people that can like help you put them together, things like that, um, then in that case, you know, three is fine. Um, if you are not having any results with anything that you're doing, then in that particular case, focusing on one so that you can work on the skills to get that one going and then saying, okay, now I know, you know, what people, you know, respond to and how to get people to respond. So now let me start doing some other channels. Um, that's usually like a better way to go. But um, uh, when you are running three different YouTube channels at the beginning, it might seem like not that much because then you just have to make like let's say you do like a video per week for each channel or something like that in that particular case it's still you know three videos that you have to publish but uh um uh it's not as intense because like the community isn't as big you're not managing sponsorships you're not managing like you know additional business related things around the content so because of that you know it starts out relatively easy but it can get increasingly more difficult the way that people handle it when it starts getting more difficult is often you know people will start you know hiring people to help with things and stuff like that so as long as you're open to do that sort of thing that's fine um but you know uh if you are just learning how to do this and all of that in that particular case i really recommend um that you do that you get really good at one channel for a, a bit and then you can get momentum on one channel and then from there you know once you get that then you start um, spreading out if you if you're still interested in doing that all right, so now we have Speak Spanish now says, are there mixers after the sessions at VidSummit asking for a friend? Yeah, so how that works is um, after after um, this one's a little bit different because it's at the convention center and then people, you know, after the event will be going to hotels and stuff. Um, but typically how it works is when the event is in a hotel is that, um, you know, people will hang out in the lobby and stuff like that afterwards. Sometimes we'll stay up like super late, you know, just hanging out and, you know, all that stuff. Um, but here I'm going to guess that once everything is finished for the event at the um, hotels, that people will go back to the hotels. And they'll probably be individual things. Probably all of the hotel lobbies are just going to be filled with content creators just like you know um uh like any of the other conferences that are at convention centers the um the the hotel lobby is going to be filled with you know other content creators that you're still going to be you know continuing to network with and stuff like that so typically how this works just for insight for those of you that are you know that are going for the first time is one of the amazing things about this in my opinion anyway is you are like thinking about content and networking with other people about content pretty much from the time you wake up until the time that you go to bed, um, which is pretty cool. So basically you wake up and then like you go to like grab breakfast and it's like, oh, hey, there's some creators. Let's go talk. And then, you know, you go and you're, you're like talking with some people there. And then, you know, once the event starts, then you're, you know, doing the whole thing there. Um, and then once it's all finished, then you end up going, you know, somewhere else, hanging out in hotel lobbies, stuff like that, hanging out with other people there. Um, and it just keeps going, um, which is uh, which is pretty awesome. So yeah, what do we got the where are we at? I usually don't sleep much when we're there. Yeah, same. You just get a few hours of sleep when I'm there. Sixty four. All right. Let's let's, pull let's, it. let's get a couple more in there. Get a couple more before we spin it because this is the last one we're giving away, right? Yep. Today. For today. And we'll have more next weekend too, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. All right. We'll get a couple more in there. Sixty four. We get one more, and I'm spinning it. I'm gonna spin it spin, one more. Spin it. Spin it. Who's it gonna be? Yeah, Shark Scrapper, he went last year. He says the energy is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. It, it's basically, you know, you get to you get to be in a in a in an environment for a few days with like a bunch of creatives. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it it's it's awesome, full of energy, and it's exhausting at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like by the time it's over, you're like, Whoo, I am beat. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right. Ready? Here we go. Okay, here we go. Spinning. Dorothy Tuzan. She won one 
Thursday. What? Yep, she just won twice. No way. So, yep. So, hey, um, in your particular case. No way. Yeah. So if you have like a friend or, you know, somebody that, you know, wants that extra ticket, you got it. So, you know, you want it fair and square. So um, uh, same thing, you know, just like the last one. I mean, I already have your information, so I can just pass it on um, as the winner there. But if you could send me a message, because we're already connected on Twitter from the um, last one. So if you could just shoot me a uh, message and let me know what you want to do uh, with that extra ticket. Um, if you're going to, like, bring somebody with you as, like, a plus one or something like that, that's fine. Um, um, or if you're like, hey, um, I put my thing in there, but, you know, I don't know if, I, if, if I'll be bringing someone else, whatever. Just like... Um, um, shoot me a message on Twitter and just let me know um, what what it is that you uh, that you're uh, gonna do there, and then I'll pass that information on to uh, Daryl and his team, and then they will follow up uh, with you from there. Twice. Yep. Nailed who, it. Who Nailed wins it. twice? Right. right. That's like two thousand dollars worth of uh, Vid Summit tickets. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice work. Twice. Yeah. yeah that's so great. When did you win the other one? When you were Thursday. streaming with Daryl? Yeah, when I streamed with Daryl on Thursday. How many yep. did you give away then? Um, I think we gave away four. I you believe. gave away four, and she won yep. one. Yep. Wow. So on that note, um, I want to thank everybody for uh, hanging out uh, in the stream today. I hope that you learned something from, you know, the content, um, you know, that, that you know, is put out today. Um, I do want to uh, remind everybody, um, first off, make sure you check vidsummit.com for, you know, the, the ticket information there and more information about that if you didn't win. Um, but um, I do want to remind you, if you are, you know, just getting started on this journey, that um, when it comes to YouTube, a lot of content creators will get discouraged at the beginning because, you know, maybe they're publishing videos and they're not seeing the results that they expected based on other videos they're watching on YouTube and things like that. But keep in mind that, you know, with this, um, it's not an easy thing to do, right? And because of that, you know, there are, you know, skills that you have to learn and under things that you need to, you know, understand along the way and stuff like that. So if you're at a point right now where you're thinking to yourself, like, man, this is this is like really tough and and all that, I encourage you to, to, to hang on and, and push through it because if you just embrace where you're at in the learning curve and stop looking at it like, oh, you know, um, you know, like I got people watching, but people aren't subscribing. Like it's good that you're identifying those problems, but just remember that like, you know, where you're at in the learning curve is still like way up here. We're all always still learning. We're just further down the road. Right. But, um, but where you're at in the learning curve is way back here. Um, and you, you know, you need to get things, you know, further, you know, you need, there's more you got to, you know, learn more videos you got to publish, you know, things like that. So um, just embrace where you're at in the learning curve and um, and keep on keep on trucking. Or, D? Keep, or, or keep on riding a scooter or keep riding a scooter or walking. Yeah. Keep on walking down that road, keep I guess. On walking. Yeah. Keep on walking down that road. Power walking. Power walking. Jogging. Yeah. Keep, yeah. Absolutely. Kind of getting, you know, kind of getting your lungs going, right? Getting some some blood I, pumping. I, I miss like the seven, like keep on trucking. I, I miss that era. Do you? Yeah. What would that be? The seventies? I don't know. Seventies, early eighties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like like BJ and the Bear. Yeah. Smokey the Bandit. Yeah. Cannonball miss, Run. Yeah, I miss those that days. stuff. Yeah. yeah, those good times. Yeah, it's good looking back on them making movies about those times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. Well, D. <laughs> hey, you got a stream? super chat? You got a uh, super chat coming in? Super From chat. Christine Auto Dealer, thank you so much for the super chat. Says thank you for your wisdom as always. Hey, thank you so much for the yeah, super thank chat. You for the super chat. Glad that you're enjoying the content. Uh, yeah, D just thank left you. me hanging there. D, great stream. Everybody you. have an awesome uh, rest of your weekend, thank and we you. will see you next Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern. Make sure that you check the video description. There's lots of stuff down there for you as well. It's helpful tools for you as a content creator. Um, and make sure you check out D's channel if you haven't already. And um, have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Thank you, Christine. Last super chat of the stream. <laughs>